has been lying to you the whole time. He told you you were an orphan. And of all the people in the world to come after me, why would he send you? Because I'm the best. You are obviously not the best. Everyone, welcome to the Fans Planners. My name is David Dedrick, and I'm Ian Boothby. And as and our clones are with us as well. Okay, thank uh, you. and th- no, th- we don't have we don't have clones. You have the tip be... off there. This, of course, is the month of October that this episode is being recorded, and that is the astrological sign of Gemini, and that is why we're doing Gemini Man yeah, for this that's episode. Absolutely right. Now, as someone who is a Gemini, I know that's not true at all. <laughs> are you a Gemini? Yeah, I am a Gemini <laughs> okay. man. That's exactly. I I, I know it's. I know it's probably wrong as well because my wife's a Scorpio and it's and her birthday's coming up, but uh, I couldn't resist pretending that it was that was the reason that we were doing this show. Well, the reason we're doing the show, let's let's be honest, is I just came back from a trip to France. Okay, I went to a comic con in mm-hmm. France. Yep, and we had to find a movie quickly that we had both seen. Well. Yeah, and, and and I ran through all the movies, and it's a bit of a it's a bit a bit of slim pickings around this time. You think it was harvest time, <laughs> and yet it's not harvest time for the movies. It is not harvest time. for It's the harvest movies. time for television. Mm-hmm. Delightful television is going on yeah. right now. But go down to the movie theater, <laughs> and and listen. I don't begrudge. We talked about the Joker or Joker last time, mm-hmm. and that's like the number one R-rated movie ever now. Yeah, but there's a reason that that's doing so well. And yeah, because there's also there's not much else that's around. Not much to compete with it. Yeah, but then that wouldn't explain why Gemini is not doing very well. Gemini Man is not doing very well. Well, we can well at explain all. why that's not doing very well. Uh, you'll figure it out by the end of this uh, by the end of this episode. All right. Well, that Ian has a tip on how he felt about this movie. Uh, Gemini Man is obviously a 2019 film directed by uh, the Taiwanese director Ong Lee, mm-hmm. who is an interesting director because he does a lot of different things. He's done Sense and Sensibility, mm-hmm. the uh, Emma Emma Thompson uh, written film. That's right. Uh, the Hulk. He did The Hulk, which is a weird one. It's a, and a weird Hulk at that. A kind of an art art. Film Hulk. Yeah, Ice Storm. Did he do? Did the Ice Storm? He did um, that one. Uh, did that Civil War one with um, Tobey Maguire, whose name I can't remember now. Glory? No, not Glory. That's that's that, that with uh, Broderick. Uh, oh, Matthew Broderick. that's absolutely wrong. Yeah. No, this one has. Oh, it has a different name. I can't remember. It is well, now. there's absolutely no way of looking it up. Well, you could do that. Okay. How no, about Eat, Drink, Man, Woman? How about that? Sure, that's an early one of his when he was st- still working in Taiwan, and if he the Ice Storm is a fantastic film. And of course, Brokeback Mountain. And Brokeback Mountain, yeah. So you get, and then also The Life of Pi. Mm-hmm. So he, and he also seems and Crouching to, Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yes, which is another great film. And he really seems to be able to embrace technology and really work with it. I mean, Life of Pi is basically an actor sitting in a, in a, a CGI yeah. set entirely surrounded by, and not even the tiger is real in that film. It's all 
There's a bit of that in uh, Hulk as well, especially mm-hmm. the ending, which just became kind of CG. Like, well, listen, there's some stuff that's okay in that movie. Uh, I don't, mm. I, I'm not really a big fan of uh, the Hulk punching poodles. Uh, I don't know if that's the best use of the Hulk's time. Uh, <laughs> but then it was that. a whole bunch of CGI at the end that was mm. unclear to see. And oh, okay. I, I, I appreciated the risk that was being taken, but I didn't think it uh, came across well. Yeah. Sounds like the ending of the other Hulk, the Marvel, the actual, the one with uh, Ed, Edward. Edward Norton? Yeah. Yeah. That also felt like it ended in a CGI, indistinct CGI mess. And again, without spoiling things too much, I think uh, CGI in this case is a bit of the downfall of this movie as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, I think the goals in, in many of those cases, well, I think Life of Pi, it, it worked. Uh, but uh, with, with the Hulk, it was something that was sort of beyond what could be done at the time. Yeah. And the movie suffered for it. And I believe that's kind of what's going on with this film as well. There's sure. a technical need that is not met and uh, there's no way around it. If that doesn't work, then the movie doesn't work. And I think that's a, a bit of a flaw to the film. Well, before we go on, let, let me just point no, out. I'm wrapping it up now. Let now, me just point all out. That people need to know. That this is a spoiler-filled episode. Uh, we do this show, unlike our regular podcast, Sneaky Dragon, we hive this off into its own thing so that we could spoil the film as we talk about it without fear of ruining it for someone else. So if you have not seen the film yet and do want to see it, then you maybe don't want to listen to the rest of the podcast because we are going to talk about major plot points and some spoilers, definite spoilers. Right. So if you do, but if you don't want to listen to the podcast, we respect that. Please still go and rate it highly on, uh, <laughs> please do an Apple podcast. Yeah, no one will, no one will know the difference. And maybe the trailer does kind of spoil it anyway. It sure does. Yeah. So it's really, doesn't leave much how, in the I don't way of surprises. I don't know how you sell this movie without giving the twist away, mm. you know, and the twist of course is, uh, there's a clone. It's, it's, uh, it's, you Will could, Smith. I think you could. Well, how would you, how would you do well, the, we, the twist is there's a clone of, uh, Will Smith, a younger version of mm-hmm. Will Smith. Uh, you kind of, you kind of play it like it's enemy of the state where he's on the run from the government. Okay. You don't have to say who, who his major, um, you know, antagonist is. Mm-hmm. You could have the sequence later on in the film in this, in the store where you have that really high speed version of himself where he's fighting the character who's fully, mast has a helmet on do you know the scene i'm talking about at the end of the film Mm -hmm. and so that could be your kind of your your linchpin action sequence for your trailer and you're not giving away who he's actually fighting there you know i mean but if you think that's a selling point that he's fighting himself then by by all means here's where here's where i think it's definitely the selling point because people have a real love for young will smith Mm. young will smith is the fresh prince and uh and people know him as that and also independence day and what have you and they uh, i think you know, uh, the idea that you could see a movie with young Will Smith is a bit of a thrill. Yeah. And so they, they want they want to see that. And then this movie uh, says it can deliver that. And unfortunately, I don't feel that it can. Yeah. Uh, but it is an interesting concept. Because sure. we have locked in our heads older Will Smith and young Will Smith. And he can pull this off probably better than most, uh, most people because of uh, America's, especially America's relationship to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now... The other interesting thing about this film is that it was filmed in a uh, high frame rate. Now, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see it in a high frame rate? I don't know if I did or not. When you saw it in the theater, was it unnaturally clear what you're looking at? Like, it seemed almost like you're looking at a TV show, mm. like a videotape TV show rather I than really a movie. I really don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Did you see it in 3D? No, I did not. Okay. So you have to see it in 3D. So I saw... Oh, do I? Yeah. To see it in the proper... Like, this is what Only oh, okay. intended. And this is the version that I saw. I saw right. it in the 120 frame rate... 120 frames per second yeah. version in 3D. 
And that was a, that added a whole other level of disturbing to the film. Because this is a thing that our eyes aren't used to seeing mm -hmm. in movies. We're used to seeing 24 fr frames per second. And so our eyes fill in a lot of detail in between those, in between those frames when we're watching a movie. Okay. What, when you show it 120 frames per second, what it does is it provides you with way more information, but almost too much information for your eyes to process. And so you're looking at this image and it's so crystal clear that it feels unreal what you're looking at. And it doesn't feel real. It feels really strange. And in fact, the only thing I can compare it to, and this will sound weird, but it feels like, I don't know why it feels this way to me, but it feels like I'm watching a British afternoon soap opera like The Only Way is Essex or something like that. That's filmed, okay. it's filmed in this way that's too clear. All right. It's like it's not filmed on film. It's filmed on high-def video. Yeah. And high-def video provides you with more information than you really need for than your eyes really need yeah when you're when you're used to seeing 24 frames per second and so you end up with these images that are you know like everything's clear like not just the actors are clear but tw you know 20 yards behind them that's also crystal clear and then even further back from them hmm. it's crystal clear and then it but it feels fake because it doesn't feel like a movie then it feels it feels like you're watching I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's so weird feeling. Like the opening of the movie where he's uh, going to shoot the, the, guy the, the guy in the train. Nothing in Everything in there feels like you're watching a TV show. Nothing in there feels like you're watching a movie. Just the way it, it looks. Okay. I would say how I felt was I was watching a video game that I couldn't play. Mm. Which I often find when I watch movies with a lot of cgi yeah it's like i feel like i'm watching cutscenes in a in a in a video game well, I, I, yeah i want to like okay well when do i get to be part of this oh i don't i'm just watching okay fine and that's what i wonder if what this this higher frame rate is supposed to attract people to it is to give them that feeling that it is like like a cutscene from a video game if that makes it more appealing to to people who are used to seeing things like that i wonder if it's that televisions are becoming so advanced now with 4k soon mm -hmm. to be 8k soon to be more k than that that they well, we can't even perceive in those in those details it's irrelevant does it they don't matter. no no they don't care about that but i'm just saying for, yeah. like in terms of us watching it it doesn't really make yeah a they difference. could be telling you that you can watch it in infrared you know <laughs> ultraviolet you know oh i want that yeah um yeah i think it might be that it might be because you know we we want to see things crisper and crisper and crisper and crisper, even if you can't see them, mm -hmm. even if it ruins things. Yeah. You want it to the best quality possible. Because yeah. honestly, uh, uh, what's the difference between 4K and 8K television? You, you, you would not be Four. able to tell the difference. Uh, Four right, is it is difference. 4K, so that's yeah. right. That's asked, an, asked an answer, yeah. Professor. You You're asked, absolutely you correct. asked. You get that's, an answer, that's sir. That's right. And, and again, when you see it in the store, you will look over at the 4K and go, what garbage? Because they will be making it look like garbage. But honestly, yeah. Yeah. at what point are you actually getting mm -hmm. more benefit from it? Yeah. And that is a bit of what uh, this feels like. Yeah, it's very. I mean, I'm I'm kind of sad that you didn't see it in that in that format. Well, and I, I don't like think it was things in 3D for the most part. But, uh, yeah. the, the 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 odds of of my enjoying a movie more seeing it in 3D are mm. so low. Yeah. That I take the risk and not see it in 3D. In <laughs> fact, I actively try to not see movies in 3D. Yeah. Because for I'm, the most part, I'm what it same. does is it it makes it so dark mm. I can't see details, and yeah. I feel like I'm actually missing out on things more than getting a benefit. But when I heard that it was filmed at 120 fps and that was the his intended version that right. i i kind of sought it out and i was lucky enough that it was playing like in my area the the, the uh, we have a new theater that opened 
close to where I live. And I live in, in a rural area, so it's weird to me that in, in this area where I live... Yeah, you normally watch films on the side of a barn. That's right. Usually it's filmed on the side of a barn. And so this new theater opened, and so they have the capacity to show movies with, with 120 frames per second. And I guess maybe this is the coming thing. I really do hope it isn't, because it's not that great to see. And that's the only reason I kind of wish you'd seen it. Yeah. The film isn't that great to see anyways. Anyway, so you might as well have the vision part of it spoiled as well. At least get the cool effect of this movie being really weird to watch. Like, the actors couldn't wear makeup during the movie. Mm. Because the camera will pick it up. So they can't wear, like, they can wear, like, Normal makeup, like the, a woman can wear lipstick and right. a mascara and stuff like that. But if they wear like foundation or pancake makeup or whatever they wear in movies, it'll show on the, on the screen. So they just have to have like their regular faces. So you just get like whatever blemishes and stuff they have is just human beings is right there for you to see. But I have to say the one thing I did like about the, and I've heard someone say, complain about the opposite of how I felt, but I felt like the faster frame rate helped the action sequences. That actually made them more exciting to watch. Okay. Um, the chase through Cartagena, I thought was very exciting. Like the motorcycle chase through okay. in Colombia, I thought that was very exciting to watch with that with the, in that frame rate for whatever reason. It was the only time the movie. It's the only time the movie because it was so. It, was, it felt like someone was videotaping someone else doing something, so it gave it kind of a of a feeling of you are there, even though it wasn't like it's not an attractive looking you are there, but it's it's uh, curious. Yeah, to me, it's it it falls in a weird area. Because you've got, uh, I mean, kind of a parallel to Will Smith is a Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. They're about the same age. Yeah, you kind of yeah. remember them from similar eras. Tom Cruise a little bit older. But when you see a Mission Impossible stunt, you know, even though I'm not a big fan of this, uh, you know Tom Cruise has taken some risks. Yeah. Like, he's endangering himself when you're seeing it. To, an, a, de- to a, a degree. To a degree. Yeah. But, it add, you know, to the degree where, like, he'll end up with a broken foot or something. You know, sure. He'll Jackie Chan it and hurt himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, so it grounds it enough that you're like, oh, I'm a little bit thrilled by this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the other side of things, you get the full CGI nonsense of a Fast and Furious movie now, where everything is so over the top and submarines are bursting out and cars <laughs> turn into jets, and it's all okay. just it's all crazy. I, I have and, not seen those movies since the second film. Oh, you should. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if you should, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy s- the later ones. They're sure, they're okay. fun uh, nonsense. Uh, but then you get something in the middle here. <laughs> yeah. Which which rings a bit hollow for me because it's like I I don't find uh, much dramatic excitement because you know what's going to happen mm. you know what characters can die and or be hurt and which yeah. ones can't yeah so there's no real risk for the characters so it's like okay well how are how are these stunts and the stunts are the stunts are all right yeah the stunts are all right but they don't have an emotional connection to me and they're not so over the top that I'm like wow it's like these are really good effective stunts mm-hmm. well done yeah but. You know that's fine, but not but not yeah. too much either way. To, to be a solid B minus. Yeah, you know that's that's good stuff. Yeah, alrighty. To be fair, or to be honest, I I really enjoy action films, so I I just enjoy a movie like this just mm-hmm. for the just for the action sequences. I thought, you know, you put an Ang Lee behind the camera. And same with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like, that's the first martial arts film I ever saw where I could feel like the space the space that people were in. Right. Like most martial arts films. They're well. They're well directed in terms of action. Are you talking North American martial arts? No, I'm films talking or? talking uh, talking um, Asian ones as well. Okay. And I often feel like there's characters when you get like a big action scene going on, and this is particularly true of John Woo films as well. When you get a big action scene going on, you don't know where people are coming from. They're just flying all over the place. Mm-hmm. You don't know if they're like standing on a cupboard, jumping down on people, or where where are they coming from? But 
with um, Coach Tiger Hidden Dragon, like he gives a real sense of like space and reality. So when that when they're fighting, they're kind of magical fight scenes with people floating and jumping yeah. on tree branches and stuff like that. There's a grounded element to it as well that gives it a, gives it more weight. True, but and also with that, uh, you ha- unless you know you watch a lot of uh, Asian movies, uh, you had not seen that kind of thing before, so it was unique to you. So mm. there was a freshness to that. Whereas well, the stunts yeah. I'm seeing here, the motorcycles wouldn't be out of place in a Mission Impossible or sure. a James Bond yeah. or or uh, a Born Identity or mm-hmm. what have you. It's all it's, yeah, yeah. it's fine, but this is sure. it's well done, standard mm-hmm. stuff. Well, well done, good yeah. job, uh, but not. Oh, did you see? Well, that's new, and you know, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that's that's where we are with that. A different. I mean, yes and no. I mean, I think. Did you think I, there was something new to it that was that was brought to the table? No, but that's fine. I don't. I'm not seeking new. I okay. just I'm seeking to be entertained. So it doesn't. Things don't have to be like totally novel. I'm not going to be like, you know like if you're saying like the story is old hat. Yes, definitely the story is old hat because we've all seen stories. Of a person who's leaving his job mm-hmm. in the, with the government, and now he's the enemy, and they have to get him, and blah blah blah. You know, those that's. But you haven't. You probably haven't seen one where he's being replaced by a younger version of himself. No, that's, I mean that's the new thing that's being brought mm-hmm. to the table sure. here. That's and a twist. It's a twist, and also the novelty of a young Will Smith sound uh, against an older Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds very exciting. I sure. would like to see that. So, so the the motorcycle scenes. That's that's fine, but I can see that in another movie. Where yeah. this is the only movie I'm going to be able to see young Will Smith yes. with the young brashness of a young Will Smith going up against a more jaded older Will Smith. He's got the experience, yeah. uh, you know, but he's not as strong as the young guy. And the yeah. young guy's cocky, but you know he's a wild card. And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. but the older guy knows all this guy's moves. Okay, so what's that mean? And then you get like, you know, you got a nice little action scene, but it's like, okay, but I want to see the unique. You you've introduced something very interesting, and you're not delivering on that unique concept to me. Okay. But how how would they deliver it to you? You would see the two of them uh, going up against each. Well, first of all, they'd have to maybe they'd both have to do the same task, and you'd see how they'd both go about it, but okay. in their different ways. Like how would the older guy do it? He can't do the physical stuff. The young guy can do, but he's got the experience, so he knows this. Yeah. Now you turn the two of them against each other. Uh, young guy thinks I can beat this old guy. Mm. Uh, old guy knows his young guy moves, and yeah, there's a there's a lot you can play with with that. An example would be as silly as this is uh, to bring this up. Uh, the Avengers Endgame. You had Captain America fighting himself, mm. so it had an older Captain America fighting a younger Captain. But they America. did fight. They did fight each other in this movie. That, yeah, they did. But I don't think that they played it played it up as much as they could have and, and enjoyed it as much. In the in the Endgame film, you had the young idealistic Captain America sure. and the now more jaded Captain America who had been through five years. Of you know uh, grief, uh, being more sarcastic towards his younger self. And that was like that was interesting. It was like okay, he's changed, he's grown, he's what have you. They're fighting in a different way. And again, it was a fast little one-off scene. Whereas this is should be the heart of the movie is you have to fight a younger version of yourself. Yeah, what's that like? And and also, if you're a person who has reached a point in your life where you've got regrets over what you've done with yeah. the choices you made as a young man. Oh, that's even more so. It's like that's a reminder of what you used to be. And if you're having problems with that, okay. But and and they don't really 
play it up enough. It well, feels like they I do a little bit. Like they give they some. Did, they but... give some lip service. Okay, I'm 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 open to hearing yeah. uh, your thoughts on that. Well, let's just go with how it kind of starts. It does sure. start with. Uh, with, a hit. It starts with a hit. Well, first of all, it starts with I think one of the worst choices, which is that Will Smith yeah. is Henry Brogan. Okay, Henry Brogan. <laughs> what's, what's the problem? When you picture in your head Henry yeah. Brogan, his last name is kind of odd. Henry's okay. Even Henry. I don't mind the Henry. Do you don't? No. Okay. Someone Henry Aaron. Someone Hank Aaron. Of, yeah. Okay. When you okay, uh, are you, you're you're about Will Smith's age, right? Would you say? I got a couple years on him, but a I'm little bit, right? How many Henrys were in your class? None. I'll tell you how many Henrys were in your class. None. It wasn't really a name of that era. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so that's just a silly thing to me. It's just like, he's Henry Brogan. Yeah. This to me feels like this is this was a name from a previous version of this okay. that got grandfathered in. <laughs> okay. Like this has been, this film has been, uh, they've been trying sure. to make it for about 20 years. Is that right? It, yeah. Oh, okay. and it's it's been in like Will Smith has been trying to make it. No, oh, okay. I don't know who was making it back then, but it's been okay. development hell for about that amount of time. So anyway, well, when I got that name, it was like really. Anyway, so <laughs> he's uh, he's he's an assassin, and you know, there we go. We're okay. We've seen many an assassin. He's That's, a he's a government agent. He's a who, government who works as an agent. And works as a sniper. Right, who is right now going to assassinate someone? Yes. Okay, so he's going to assassinate a person on a bullet train. And by the way. He is the best at what he does. He is the best. Yeah. He could not. Yeah. We, we cue I, weird effect during the sequence as well. Yeah. Where that have that weird kind of bend as the train comes towards you and then also leaves at the same time. There's like that bend in the screen. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like so, you see the train coming, but also going, and like right. the screen is. I don't know what you'd call. I don't know what you call that effect, but it's strange. It's a strange effect. Yeah, and he almost uh, he almost hits a young girl and but doesn't, and then takes the shot and he's uh, he gets he gets the person but he's a little thrown by this yeah he's a little thrown uh, and uh, and like every assassin who's the best they are just wants out sure and you know you're starting with you start wears on you man it's it's yeah and you can't look in mirrors anymore yeah and uh, you know I just saw him in a movie called Suicide Squad mm. yeah I was thinking that too when he was shooting in one part of the movie I was like oh yeah he's he can shoot that's right yeah, he was in that one. Of course, he was you know an assassin. Yeah, who uh, you know, he's also a super villain. Yeah, who, this movie uh, he's who a hero. cared about a who cared about a girl, little young girl, and mm-hmm. uh, that was kind of his weak spot that he cared about a young girl. And uh, there you go. So uh, <laughs> this is what we got. Wait, I mean, I guess are you buying Will Smith as an assassin? Do you, buy, do you just do you just buy do you buy that at all? Does that does that when you hear that you go like yeah that guy's that guy's done a lot of killing. That's he's a cold man. Who's done a lot of killing and yeah. Well, it's a tricky thing to do. Like you can't, you can't, you have to have a character who, who will be on side of. Sure. So, you know, once you make a character a killer, you really have to like bend over backwards to try to, to try and recover from that. You know, like you can't just say, well, okay, this is a person who's killed 70 people. Yeah. Don't you just love them? Yeah. This is the but thing. so a- Will Smith has a kind of default thing where we're kind of like, well, we do kind of love Will Smith. We do love Smith. him. That's the thing. Yeah. He's a very charming, bouncy guy. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, well, maybe he's not a charming, bouncy guy in this. Yeah. But he is. But he still Will Smiths it up at times mm-hmm. where he's just goofing around. Yeah. Especially near the end where he's just full Will Smith now. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about the very end of the film or during yeah, the, the action scene? Yeah, the, the very end of the film. film where it, it's just it ends like a sitcom. On. Yeah. It is. Yeah. They should have just had the four, three of them standing in a line together going, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. And then he just starts rapping the theme song. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, we're back to him being an assassin. There, there, there you go. And he, and he wants out. 
And so he's talking to his handler saying, uh, you know, he wants out, but you can't be out. You're the best. And it's like, oh, I want out. Oh, okay. Well, that's how these movies always go. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so it just feels at this point we're in kind of generic territory. Mm-hmm. And, and having seen the trailer and having seen the poster, it's like, let's just get on with the interesting stuff of <laughs> there's a young Will Smith that's I, out there. Once again, I mean, yes, this part of the film, it's, it's whatever. But I did enjoy his interactions with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I thought that that mm-hmm. was, I thought that they had a nice kind of chemistry together as a, as not as a couple, but as, as two people. I like that he makes her as, as, as a, uh, as someone who's observing him, who's there to. Yeah. They had him. nice uh, back and forth with that. Mm-hmm. That, that was probably the strongest part of the film to me. Yeah. Uh, because you really didn't know at first whether she was an yeah. agent or not. Yeah. She was playing it re- well enough. And then when her cover, when she's finally burned. Yeah. Uh, when she's fra- toast. Wait, 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 a phrase I've learned from the many seasons of burn notice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she's ah, well, that explained it every show. Screwed me over. All right, fine. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, I liked I liked her quite quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have oh, by the way, okay, in that previous scene too, uh, he's uh, he's he he. Well, he, what he what he learns from meeting her is uh, there was a the, the person that he shot. Yes. looks like might might have been innocent. Well, yes. Yeah, so he let's just say so so the reason he interacts with her is because he goes to the marina. Yeah. to get his boat. Yeah. And I guess she works there and, and has the keys or whatever. For, sure. And, or he has to check in, I suppose, for the safety of other people's boats. It just don't let people on and off the... the yeah, and their the relationship dog. there, it's it's a tough beat to play because, like, you could play it mm, late 90s, kind of flirty. Crabby? Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Yeah, you, you could play it crabby. Uh, you could play it uh, sort of late 90s flirty, too much flirty, and then it's like, well, this isn't now. And it'd be jarring also because there's an age difference between the two. Yes, yes, that's right. Oh, no, it's, it's, you know, overly flirty. That's one thing I liked about this film. What's that? Is it didn't force a relationship between them. Yeah. Like a romantic relationship. That's right, yeah. Their banter between the two of them, it's like, it's good, it's natural, it Mm -hmm. works. But you're thinking there could be something, maybe, but maybe not. Or maybe not. It doesn't matter. Or maybe not. It doesn't matter. That's right. But there's definitely a respect between the two of them. Sure. And 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 a lesser movie would have made that cheaper and gone for easier marks, and they they did not. Yeah, I don't think there's a single time in the film where he insults her for being a woman. Mm. You know, and there's so let's just carry on. We can we can draw things out as we go. So so he goes. And to the, we will. We do draw things. He out. goes. Down, <laughs> we do. I have listened to previous episodes. He goes down to the marina. He uh, get he checks in with her. I suppose, assume that's what he does. Yeah. Gets in his boat. A nice. It's not a, um, I can't remember the name of the, those, but it's like a wooden boat, a wooden speedboat, which are very nice. It's not those kind of really fancy ones, but yeah. it's a, still a nice one. He, we think he's going fishing. That's what he tells sure. her. He, they have some fishing talk. She's, she, she's a marine biologist, so she knows a little bit about fish, apparently. And he goes out to meet, goes out and he actually rendezvous with a yacht. But by the way, let me say, the, I am glad sea. when we find out uh, that she is an agent. Because whenever you have a woman in a film and find out she's a marine biologist, yeah, that's that's just the easiest go-to mm. for a female character to go. You know what? She's smart, but she likes nature and she cares. She's a marine biologist. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine, it's good, but it's it's a real it's a really easy go-to sure, in sure. the uh, big book of generic jobs. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. nice that that wasn't the case. Yeah, yeah. So he he uh, rendezvous with the yacht, and it turns out this is where a former because. Uh, we know that Will Smith was once a soldier yep. before he became a government agent and working as a as a sniper for the government. He was he served in Iraq and many other places, they say, 
I think Somalia and some other places. Yeah, they do the list that you always do. Yeah, we played da 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 da, da. <laughs> and then um, so these two these two guys were were ser- served together. So they're they have that blood brother you know deep bond of, yeah. and this and guy this basically guy's a bit of a creep. This guy's a bit of a creep. He is a bit of a creep. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the bikini gal on the boat, and yeah, you know, I don't, making up, making up for lost I, time. I do not know if she's got a line or or not. She does. Does she have a line? Yeah, later okay. on. Okay, not okay. then. She just she's kind of walking in the background. Okay, when we first see her, she's just kind of doing her thing in the back. Yeah, which is natural. That's normal, right? For a movie. Well, even in real life, people don't always like walk out and introduce themselves. They might just be doing things in the back, and then they, you know. But anyway, so then, then he lets he. Basically, it's called this meeting with Will Smith to let him know that the person that Will Smith assassinated on the train was not who he thought he was. He isn't a terrorist, but was a scientist and or possibly a scientist. He's not absolutely certain, but that's what he thinks. And he's just warning. He's given Will Smith a, a warning that, you know, you are someone spiked the file. And that's the, use they, the term they use, which means that yeah. they've they've altered the information in a file. Fake information. Fake that's information. Right, that's yeah. right. But we also we also learned that. Will Smith is being spied on, and that his conversation is being listened to by Clive Owen, right, and other person, this lady, whose uh, actress's name I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. Do you know the, the actress's name? I will in a second. You will in a second. Thank you. Yeah. So it's kind of cut to office. Uh, that would be uh, Linda Emmond Emman, as Janet Lassiter, the director of uh, the uh, DIA. There you go. So it turns out these two are in cahoots. Yeah. And Clive Owen is full bwahaha evil. <laughs> he really is. Like There's he no... starts at ten and goes up from there. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. He does a good job, and he actually had a good American accent as well. No, well, that's fine. <laughs> I thought his accent was good. Good. Why? Why are you left it? <laughs> because he should be good. Like he's no, not all of them are good. No, you ever I heard understand. Benedict Cumberbatch's no, American I accent? I that is garbage, sir. But Burning believe, garbage. But I believe that when you're paid a substantial amount of money, which Benedict should, Cumber, you, Cumberbatch was. Well, we're not in a Cumberbatch bashing movie. <laughs> I'm just saying. We're saying Clive Clive, Clive Owen is a is a well respected actor sure. who, by this point in his career, yeah, should be able to do an American accent. Should be, able and to. he does. Accent and the word should ever. That is, again, this. It feels like the lowest of expectations. Do to you go say like, that you're you say able that, to do? And yet, and yet, you'll see many, many films with American with a British actor murdering their American accent right okay. in front of your eyes, and often going to Brooklyn for some reason. Mm-hmm. Another one would be uh, Gerard Butler. I don't know what kind of accent he's doing half the time in How his do movies. You feel about Benedict? Let's go with another Benedict. Benedict Wong. He does a really good job, and he's Australian, though he's not—he's not English, right? I believe he's English. Let oh, I thought he was Australian. He is an English actor. Oh, I'm sorry. No, oh, that's. But funny. he does a re- yeah. He does. He has a uh, quite a good accent. Although he goes very broad. He goes with. He went to, again. Goes to the Brooklyn. Yep. Accent. This seems to be very a little easier to do than than. Sure, a, it's like when we do a, a Cockney flat. accent where you're trying to do. A yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the broader ones are easier. If you try to do like a flat, you know, like you know, Essex accent or something like that, you know, people just be like, "Forget it, Dave. Leave the room." Uh, so, yes, Clive Owen and, and the director of the uh, DIA, the organization that, that um, Will Smith works, worked for before he took his, reti- his retirement package, which involves a bullet, he, they are in some cahoots. We hear the term Gemini, yeah. that there is a Gemini organiz- organization Black or Gemini something. Yeah. Yeah. Gemini. yeah. And so then we cut back to, to Will Smith. He's traveling back. He's traveling back and he's... He's pondering. And then he taps on a gauge on his boat. And he's like, what's going on here? And he reaches underneath and he pulls out 
a little bug. Ah. And he's like, hmm, something, something's up. So then he confronts. There's some buggery afoot. There's some buggery. He confronts Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And, and you're still not sure. Like, is she? Is yes. she? Well, this is when he does confront her and he says, you know, um, he accuses her of spying on him. Which, sound, you know, of course, sounds like a crazy person if she wasn't. And she's like, no, I'm a student at some university. Yeah, he, he asked some trivia about the university. Yeah, she, yeah. which he successfully names. But then he also says, I now I know you're an agent because he should have told me. You had, a normal person would have told me to screw off. You know? Yeah. But then her reaction to that is actually right as yeah, well. And, yeah. and again, this is the best part of the movie for me. It's like, <laughs> oh, this is all right. Two, two smart people being smart together is, is, is interesting. Yeah. And uh, so then he does something that I don't think in real life would work, which is to invite her out for, for drinks. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would. I don't know. This is apologize. I don't know why he invites her. He's to also a very handsome man. Yeah, he's handsome. You're right. He's Will Smith handsome. Sure. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's it, or just charming. Or charming. Yeah. Anyway, she goes for it. They meet up. He comes with flowers, which is nice because she didn't appreciate the uh, the bugging device as a as a uh, come on. And so, but he also brings her ID tag as a member of the DIA. Yeah. So she is burned. She says, you know, he's called, now he starts calling her Toast yeah. as her nickname through the rest of the film, which I did enjoy that element as well. And they have a little, they have some, have a nice time together. And then we see him at home. Okay. He's sleeping. Suddenly, we saw this before when his, when his, when his uh, former super, supervisor came, but he has a, pro, he has a alert that tells him when people have, have uh, crossed his whatever. You know what I mean, right? There's some kind of thing. He has like a little alarm that beeps yeah. saying intruder alert. <laughs> Yeah, that's intruder right. Intruder alert. That's right, like in the video game. That's right. <laughs> intruder stop, alert. Stop the humanoid. Stop the intruder. Absolutely. <laughs> and so he sees some uh, soldiers approaching his house. He go- quickly goes down into a, like a safe room that he has in his in his house and gets his weapons together there. And I guess he has like a ready bag. So when he has to go, he's all ready. Yeah. He's got a little. And he finishes off these guys rather quickly. And efficiently, which yeah. I, I enjoyed. Established that. he's very good at what he does. He's very good at what he what he does. Yes. Then he goes to he goes and wakes up Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who's sleeping in her bed, and suddenly finds a strange man or a strangeish man, since she had drinks with him, standing at the foot of her bed. And she 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 has a gun as well, right? She points yeah. a gun at him, so she's also an agent. She sleeps with a gun, and he convinces her that he's you know he's on the level that she is her life is in danger that they need to to move really fast. They head to the marina to to purloin a, a boat since there are duplicate keys there so that mm-hmm. they can take and a fast boat. she's very good at what she does, which is nice too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yes, yeah, then, then when they're there, she gets attacked yeah. in, in the boathouse. And that's that's a really good sequence because it, I liked it for two reasons. One is that she's competent. She doesn't just get clonked in the head and yeah. tied up. The fighting up. is very intimate. Fighting, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is intimate. I mean, they're they're they are fighting in, a, in an enclosed space. Yeah, which is, uh, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. But yeah. also she's not... She's not like a super fighter. No. Nope. She's not Will Smith. Like we established that Will Smith is like the best of the best. Sure. This is why he's been cloned, because he is so such a superlative in terms of his reflexes and other things that he he's basically, you know, made to be what he is. She's very good. She's an accomplished agent, but she's not the greatest in the world. So her fight is a struggle. Yeah. But she still fights. Which is much more interesting to which watch. Which is much more interesting to watch, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, she also success succeeds in turning the tables on the threat that was given to her from from this attacker 
and she turns the tables and she does what he had he had threatened her with, which is to pull out some teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was good. The guy, yeah, the uh, the villain yes. is is threatening to pull out her teeth and to then, get information. And then, yeah, she, uh, later on, she hands uh, Will Smith a handful of teeth, and, and she gives him the information that's that she right. got from him. Yeah, it's like. Moo. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, a, it's 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 funny. It's chilling. It's effective. It's a good character moment. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And I like that she's presented. And like I say, I really enjoyed in this film where you had a female character, and there's not one scene where he negs her. There's like no, none of that in this movie where yeah, except he's, for calling her toast. But that's. You know. But I mean, that's like a. I think it's yeah. more affectionate than it is. You know, like because basically that's who she is. You yeah. know, she's she's burnt. So that's like probably a nickname that anyone would get, not just her. And that feels like. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that's a a mean thing. No, it's a, it's a respect thing. Yeah, it feels like it's like you know you're, it's it's more like camaraderie. You know, like I think if you worked at a job and no one and no one bugged you on the job, like no one like not bugged you, but you know no one like teased you on the job, no one like you know had you know talked to you in that way, kind of that sort of collegial way, you would have a very lonely job. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't feel like you're part of that workspace. So I think calling her toast is a way is often a way of including people into sure. into that feeling of we're all we've all been here we've all been toast we're all we're all together in this so when is the first time that henry sees the younger version of himself well we have to get to columbia for that let's go to columbia so they get it they grab a boat mm-hmm. they head off they talk a little bit about yeah. the situation they're in then they just kind of end up on some island and i'm not too sure where they are i'm not even sure where we established that obviously there's a marina for that, but is it like on the Gulf of Mexico? Is that where he is? I'm not really sure. Yeah, me neither. Let's assume it's the Gulf of Mexico. It's just a nice looking place. It's a nice looking place. Yeah. It's somewhere, I kind of figured it was like Louisiana was where he mm. was, but I wasn't really certain. And so um, then we get introduced to Benedict Wong's character, who I can't remember his name in the film, but he, yeah. Baron. His Baron. name is Baron. There you go. That's right. Once again, a former soldier, once again, fought, fought with uh, Will Smith. Kind of living the good life. One of those guys that can get anything you need. Yeah. That kind of guy. Once again, they list all the places they fought together. Sure, of course you do. Yeah. And uh, then he also calls Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character Toast. Yeah, he com- <laughs> yeah, that's right. Then he complains about Benedict Cumberbatch's accent, as you did. He goes, I know, I was working next I to him. Worked and I worked next on to mine him. really hard, and he didn't work on his. I'm like, And it was confusing, too, because we were both named Benedict. And I was like, oh, that is weird. How <laughs> did you work with another Benedict? Yeah, that's he true. goes, and, yeah, and I was playing a guy called Wong, and that's my name too. What a <laughs> screw, screwy thing. Anyway, my name's Baron in this. Baron. Oh, okay. Baron, last name of beef. <laughs> and so Baron is a pilot, yeah. and he f- flies Will Smith and Mary Elizabeth Winstead's characters to Colombia, where it's where he lives. Sure. Kind of off the grid sort of place, Cartagena in, in Colombia. Which is a country where I imagine you can be, you can live a little off the grid if you choose. Yeah, I would have, I would have gone for a bit more Baron. I liked him. I would like to have seen uh, a bit more stuff, stuff mm-hmm. with that fella in it. And uh, I guess, I mean, he does quite a bit, but I mean, well, I guess he doesn't do that much. He's more there as sort of like a, a quick Deus ex machina. It is. We yeah. need to get here. Let's use right. this person. <laughs> and he's he's that kind of guy. He's a pretty generic character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that you'd see on most shows. You'd probably see that character on Burn Notice for crying out loud. Yeah. He wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be out of place. Sure. Uh, yeah. He's he's fine. Again, it's it's just an opportunity where you could do a little more. Now, here's the thing, I guess. It's... it's my thing, my thing with this is you've got an interesting, unique element that we haven't gotten to yet, yeah. and we're, we're well deep into the movie, now. sure, uh, but we haven't gotten to it. Um, you've got the generic elements, 
that again are done well, like you know Will Smith and Assassin and all this. Mm-hmm. And but and but the part I've liked so, so far is the relationship between uh, those those two, Henry and, and Danny. Yeah. Because I I haven't seen a lot of that before, so like oh now I'm I'm into this, and I was like okay here comes Baron. Ah, he's a bit generic. He's he's charming, but yeah. it's like mm, okay. I'd like to see a twist on Baron. Something about Baron, like we never really get that. Yeah, it's like, no. okay, it's fine. Moving on. We we'll just keep going to the movie till we're going to get to the thing yeah. that you all know what the poster is going to be. So let's just <laughs> get get to it. Let's get to it. We're all just sure. chilling time until this happens. Sometimes you need to streamline some things. Like you can't, you know, if every person's a quirky character, you're just kind of looking at your watch. Okay, it's not even quirky. I I, I think it's. It's just unique and generic. It's like you have these types in this kind of movie, mm-hmm. yeah. And we have we have the archetypes that okay. these folks are slipping into, and it's like it's. They don't say it, but Baron's afraid of snakes. <laughs> That's his thing. So he fl- yes, he flies them down. They're they're at, staying at his his little apartment in 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 Colombia mm-hmm. where he lives, and unfortunately they come they come and knocking. He's that place is surrounded by. By, once again, by these black ops kind of people wearing black, black these soldiers in black with helmets and stuff. Yeah, and but this robots. time, yeah. because what happened with what happened was the director convinced Clive Owen to let her take care of Will Smith's character. She was going to send a, a hit squad. Yeah, they're going to take care of him, and all their problems would be out of the way. He does. He says he is harder to do this with than you think. You just cannot get rid of him that right. easily. She's like, don't worry, I got the guys. She doesn't have the guys. You know, not only do does Will Smith kill most of them, but also when a guy gets all his teeth pulled out. Mm-hmm. So Clive Owen's like, okay, you've had your fun. We'll call him Gummy Joe. Now I'm gonna turn this. We're gonna let Gemini take care of this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of this. So I'm gonna says I'm gonna make it look like a Russian hit. I don't know how you do that. Pour vodka on them. Borscht, yeah. Right. <laughs> on them. And just I'm gonna make it look like it, like he was playing chess. Mm-hmm. And you know. So against then, deep blue, yeah, <laughs> against deep blue, <laughs> and kill him then. <laughs> so then, uh, so now, now, um, Will Smith character is fighting these people who are, I guess, slightly better than sure, but they're not really. He takes them off, takes them care of them pretty quickly. Yeah, he's one level up in the video game. He is definitely one one level above them. But there's one guy who's really good who he can't shake. And they have like a really good chase sequence through Cartagena. I think there's right. a really great sequence in a building where the he kind of traps him on a staircase. Oh, he has a chance to kill him, but he sees him and he, he can't kill him because he sees his younger self's face. And for whatever reason, that kind of throws him. I guess whatever reason. The reason is he saw his younger self's face on another human being. Yeah. And you, your mind cannot grasp what you've just seen. So he cannot pull the trigger. Right. Now he's curious who this person is as well. So he doesn't want to kill this person. So when they end up in this sort of showdown in this building, uh, with with the with the younger version of himself, let's call him Junior because that's the name of yeah. the film. Junior's on the staircase trying to approach Will Smith's character, Henry, and he is warning him off because he doesn't want to. You think Henry's so funny? If they called him Hank, would that be better? I'm just picturing like Henry. <laughs> I'm just picturing an old Warner Brothers cartoon. So, oh, you're thinking radio, Henry Aldrich? Yeah, Henry. That's exactly what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, because you think of it as a Warner Brothers I'm cartoon. I'm just saying it was a clone of my joke. It's, once again, one of those weird things <laughs> where Warner Brothers just took whole from the whole cloth sure. of someone else's created character oh, we can, and we transported can, we can into a thing. We can get deep into that, brother, oh, I know. It's very strange. I always find that Sylvester weird. Sylvester the Cat it was Sylvester the Mailman, a completely different character that was uh, not a different character. Exactly the same character. And they just lifted and made a cat. Uh, no one got paid. But was it voiced by Mel Blanc? 
No, it was just... Sylvester was not... No, it was just a, this, a lisping mailman. Yeah, yeah. It sounded just like... Uh, sure. It was a character called Sylvester the Mailman, an old radio yeah. character. Well, they took the character... F- I mean, Jupy as well. Jupy was a character on the the uh, Great Gildersleeve. The character was like, well, my wife and her bird books. You know? like they, So it's exactly sure. the same character. You just... Anyway... It's shocking to us. Yeah. If you want more tangents like that, <laughs> listen to Sneaky Dragon. So anyhow. We're keeping this one tight. We're going to keep it tight. So you're the one who brought up Henry. But anyway, so then um, Will Smith doesn't want to kill this guy because he's curious. What's the story here? Why yeah. does this person seem so familiar? Now, has the other guy recognized uh, the older Will Smith? I think you'd have a harder time rec- recognizing the, the older... You wouldn't recognize your older self, but yeah. you would definitely recognize your younger self. Yeah. If you saw an older version of you, you would yeah. probably not interpret that no. as uh, something uh, like, whoa, that's me. You would... Well, I don't think even Will Smith has quite recognized who this... Because you would not assume right away if you saw someone who looked like you younger, yeah. oh, that's me. You'd be like, well, this person... Seems really familiar, like, you know, like, yeah, weirdly familiar, like as if I've seen him in pictures. <laughs> I think other people who look at you would have a hard, easier time recognizing someone else than you would, because you don't really look at yourself that much. And how you see yourself are in pictures and things, or the mirror, mm-hmm. where it's all reversed, so your your image of yourself is a little different than, than the reality. Well, you've also got to assume that Will Smith has amazing sight. Because he's this mm-hmm. assassin that can, yep. like, even, I, I get that you've got the telescopic lens. Yeah. But he can, like, uh, pick a guy off in a moving bullet train. So this guy can, like, he's not looking at this guy in the same way we'd look and go, huh? It's an impossible. He's looking at it like, yeah. huh? Like, he's uh, he's seeing him. Sure. Yeah. That impossible shot where he f- shoots five feet ahead of the of where the train, sure. or the, the window, or the, where the person is in the train is going to be. In How do you practice that? What well, do exactly. You do? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly, hey, well, like, and he, he had looked, no spotter. He's the either. best. I mean, he had a spotter on he the train, spotter, but he. Yeah. But you, when people who actually are like those sort of long distance assassins, they have a person who's beside them who does the sighting and stuff for them, and does the take the wind and all those sort of. Because there's lots of different factors like wind and distance, yeah. and the speed of the train, and all my, these sort of uh, things that all affect. I'll just say this: that my mother-in-law. I'm going to tangent very briefly. Go. My mother-in-law is a biathlete who was uh, uh, very close to being in the Olympics before a personal thing happened that uh, that stopped that. But, uh, yeah, she could shoot you on some skis from a good distance. Mm. So yeah. that's always good to know that, you know, I've got a person in my family who <laughs> could take me out should it come down to it. Yeah. Tangent. She doesn't look like me. Does not. <laughs> Does not like me. Okay. okay. So, so you don't get that sense of uh, deja vu yeah, in this year. Yeah. Because that's probably what Will Smith was feeling then. It's like a weird kind of deja vu sure. kind of feeling. Like, I have been here before yeah he's also going through a crisis that we're not we're not really addressing that but like he is going through a crisis like first of all he wanted to quit anyway yeah add to that you killed an innocent man that's that's a you possibly killed an innocent man probably killed an innocent man yeah so we're gonna throw that on top of sure so if you get to this the the point like he's when he's just doing self-defense okay the instinct kicks in yeah he's killed but when it comes to a long distance I'm going to kill this person, and they look like me. Well, of course, yeah, that's going to throw, throw yeah. him off. He's already yeah. two steps off his game. Now he's three steps off his game. Sure, sure. So then, so then, yeah, we have this um, chase sequence mm-hmm. through through Cartagena with them on on motorbikes. I thought that was very good. I thought it was very well yeah, filmed. It was well done. Looked yes. really good, and the uh, CGI was quite was quite well done in that sequence mm-hmm. with the with the bike, like when it hits Will Smith, because uh, Junior's character runs out of ammo so he doesn't have a gun anymore so he uses his motocross bike basically yeah. as, a, as a weapon it's great it's great improv yeah very effective and he a little bit of bike foo a little bit of bike foo yeah and it was fun but the police arrive arrest will smith and junior disappears 
like the wind. He's so fast. If only Will Smith were that fast. But he's old. He's yeah. He's 50. I mean, 51. He keeps saying he's 50, but everyone corrects him. Another little running joke in the film. So then... Um, he's uh, he's like four years from getting the seniors meal at Denny's. Really? Yeah. A couple more years for me, hey? Yeah. Wow. Too bad I don't eat there. <laughs> so, then, so then... Oh, uh, you will. Oh, I will. For free. <laughs> or the seniors thing. It's not free. Oh, I'm not going to say free, but is it smaller portions? No, you just get a discount. Oh, you just get a discount. I think. Okay. I don't know. Does it bother you to get smaller portions? Yeah. All right. I don't want to be thought of as being so old that I can't eat the same as everyone else. Okay. Here it is, sir. I know you eat like a bird now. You're 55. <laughs> yeah. That guy's as old as Tom Cruise. <laughs> so, so, um, no. So, Junior. Danny. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winsett's character, Danny. Yeah. She, she is shaken. She is thrown. She is like, something's weird here. Yeah. Because, did you see that guy? <laughs> he looked remarkably like you. Yeah. She's like, she, you know, did you have a son? Did you have a son and you didn't yeah, know it? Yeah, that is did the you? assumption you would make, mm-hmm. yeah. And Will Smith is, is ins- insists that he, he, and in fact, I think Will Smith's character is a virgin. I do too. Because he mentions that later in the film, that Junior at 23 is a virgin. And you feel yeah. like he is the same. Like he had took that, everything that's... Whatever the thing is that makes him a great assassin, yeah. makes him unable to connect with people mm-hmm. uh, to the point where he can't even have sex. Yeah, yes. yeah. And or... Uh, I know. Okay, let me let me jump a little bit ahead. That you know, we are going to go with the idea that uh, Junior is a clone. Yeah. Is is will is Henry a clone? Has this been, has this been going on before? Is there something biologically wrong with Henry? Because well, that, no, he has a mother. And does he? Yeah, it's, they talk about in the film. In the well, film. Junior thinks he has a father. You know, like he he thinks you know he thinks he he didn't think he came from nowhere, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, so who knows? Like when when you hear, I don't think the movie introduces that as an idea, though. What that Henry might be a clone. I think when you when you introduce the idea that uh, that he's a virgin, which I do think is is pretty clearly stated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's something amiss with him, and it's like yeah, yeah. But I don't think that go, means you're a clone. You it just means just, that he's like he. Because well, we're in a world where yeah. there is now very effective cloning. Very effective Apparently, cloning. Apparently, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to where you can, like, gene splice and take things out and add things and then do this. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's not unrealistic that there would have been, you know, back in the day, maybe some other cloning or, so, or F- some genetic... 51 years ago? Genetic, yeah, some genetic manipulation. You think 51 years ago they were doing that kind of cloning, though? Well, if he's 51. I mean, who knows? You know, maybe, okay, maybe this is not. This is, this, you're having some fun with this, but it's not really. Well, we're already in wacky land. I know, right? I know, but it's not. It's not hinted at in the film. It's you, not okay, mentioned in the so film. So when he's saying that it's not implied he, in the film. Eh, you know, this when when you have one reveal, it usually means there's another, and they do have the younger reveals. So when you have a younger reveal, and uh, then there could possibly be an older reveal. I don't know. It, it's, I don't think it's out of the out of the park. I just, especially in terms of timeline, I can't, I can't see it. Uh, All right, I can't see it working. Just because they wouldn't have had the technology at fifty-one years ago to, unless you're thinking that he ages unnaturally quickly. But he's lived a life. We see him with you see you see his father teaching him to swim when he's when he's little. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to imply that he has implanted memories, and mm-hmm. it seems like a very complicated situation that you've decided to add to this movie for no reason. What? <laughs> <laughs> so we've anyway thrown, we've thrown in that will smith who we normally see as a charming kind of ladies man yeah is a virgin which is a huge 
Yeah, it's it is. A huge and it's something thing that you've thrown, sure, thrown sure. out. And that's so part why of, is that? Was that is that just something that psychologically he was born with? No, is no, that something it's that not. he has been trained. He's damaged. And that's what he's trying to when save Junior from. When did they start training him and damaging him? At what point was this brought on? Was the you know they're trying they're trying like later on to take certain emotions out of people? Yeah. Did they attempt that in a psychological way, maybe not a cloning way, but a psychological yes. way? With well, that's him, what the military and, does, and, isn't and it? Messed him up so much that he can't yeah. have a human relationship with somebody. I don't know. We'll yeah. See. I mean, yeah, that's what he talks. He describes he des- describes he describes himself mm-hmm. at Junior's age to Junior. Yeah, in the in the catacombs, right? Yeah, we'll get to that scene in a bit, folks. Okay, but he does he describe like that's how he knows that's how he tries to to connect to Junior is through their shared damage that that they have because they they've grown up in with these similar feelings and he's recognizing himself in Junior. Mm-hmm. But what he wants most of all is to save Junior for making those decisions that he made. Here's what this feels like send him down when the path. we have these discussions. Yeah, it feels like um, okay. So basically, uh, the way cloning works. Yeah. The, the 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 thing that is cloned does not have the memories of a per, of of uh, the 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 animal that no. it previously was. No, it doesn't. Uh, so so basically, what we're introducing here with the young Will Smith is basically magic. We've <laughs> yeah. just we've just yeah. made something magic, sure. and and then and then you're adding we're taking emotions away from him from the from the other versions. Now we're super magic, mm-hmm. and so I'm saying to you, maybe this was the case before, and you're going, well, that's ridiculous because <laughs> 50 years ago they wouldn't have had this magic technology yeah which is a fair point except we don't got it now <laughs> so it's just like you know that's just make them up rules yeah they do they mention dolly as well yeah as as not as not being the as not being real mm-hmm. not being the real thing like it was right. that was what we saw but the actual cloning was going on in the background yeah. of that this feels this feels like a, any kind of superhero discussion mm. where it's like well superman could do this but of course he couldn't do that yeah. but like superman can't do any of that shit cuz it's all make them up. <laughs> oh yes. So so, that is a so definite... you can't get too high horsey about like no. well that's ridiculous. I'm just but I it's just, all ridiculous. Of course. But I'm just thinking in terms of the story of in the film that right. it really does not imply these sort of things. You okay. are you are having some fun adding right. some stuff and that's fine. Yeah. I just don't think that you know for me, anyway, I'm extrapolating having to where watched, the next logical thing would be. Having watched the same film, I yeah. did not walk away going, "Wow, I wish they'd shown uh, that. Wish they'd reveal the fact that uh, Will Smith had been." You know what? I should have stayed for the final to the very end of the movie. They should have seen the over it's, the credit scene. Seen the credit sequence when they show. Yeah, you find out he turns out to be a uh, dead shot, and then it's actually a prequel <laughs> to uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, is that what happened? Yep. I did say to the end of the film. Okay, you want to make sure no animals were harmed. I do like to make sure no animals are harmed. I also like to see where they filmed it. I also like to see if I'm in the special thanks. I never am, but it's always... And I was also curious because this movie was uh, produced with a lot of money from China. It was from Fulang Pictures and Alibaba Pictures, which are both two Chinese production companies. And as we know, China is an autocratic dictatorship. And uh, so I'm not a huge fan of China. But also, so I was, but also their CGI in their movies looks like garbage in all their movies. Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen... Uh, skyscraper. I have. Uh, some of the later movies by um, the direct. Oh, what's this actor? The director's name, writer, actor, director who did Shaolin Soccer and. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Stephen Chow. Stephen Chow, some like the Mermaid yeah. and that Monkey King one, like such garbage CGI in those films. Oh, terrible. So I, I was watching this movie. And I was going like, well, this is Chinese funded. How come the CGI is so good? What's going on here? But then I realized, oh, it's all done other places. So. I guess I guess they put a lot of money into it, but it was all done through American production companies. Because the Skydance 
That's what they call it, right? Skydance yep. Productions. It also does a lot of Tom, also, which I always thought was a Tom Cruise company because they seem to produce no, a lot of his films, but it's not. Uh, it is not. It is if not. I'm making. Yeah, no. This is these are the ones that do like Star Trek and uh, uh, you know all the Star Trek new Star Trek movies, World War Z, mm-hmm. and the Mission Impossible movies yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, but also they did Oblivion, I think, with Tom Cruise and and some other movies. So they seem to be involved with him a lot. I guess they have a good working relationship anyway. Anyhow. That was just something that that was why I stayed to the end was just to, I wanted to see who did the CGI for it and it's the usual thing like a million different companies yeah. from all around the world but there was nothing like there was no no uh, Chinese companies involved in it and I was like ah oh, that's why and I don't know why their CGI looks so terrible like the Meg another mm-hmm. example just come on guys what is with all these reflecting things like what are you doing stop it get get better anyway so um, we're rooting for you we're rooting for you. Okay. Uh, we know where you live. It's hard there. I understand. <laughs> Sounds like you're threatening them at this point. No, we no. Know where you live. I just think I understand where you live. <laughs> We're going to come over there. You got a hard dig. life. Okay. You live in a, you know, you live in a tough place to live. That China, you know, it's not great there. You were t- told to do CGI. You better do your, do it as hard as you can, or you put in little reflecting. Maybe those reflecting things are like Morse code to us. <laughs> Just try and anyway. Yeah. So I'm sorry, uh, I was coming up with crazy theories earlier. <laughs> These aren't crazy really theories. I really do apologize. These are not crazy theories. Sir. Uh, or the, the, the Morse code? code yeah, the crazy light. theory. Oh. You're right. You got me. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> so now there are covers blown in Columbia. Yeah. They got to move. Luckily, uh, Baron, Benedict Wong's character... By the way, he did nothing during this whole action no. sequence. I can see why you're a little disappointed. They should have done something in there, not yeah. just not just stood there and went, "What?" <laughs> I guess he was told to look after uh, look after um, Danny, look after Mary Elizabeth character, character. But but then we should have seen him do something for her. I will agree with you. Yes. Yeah, there yeah. should have been a little bit there. But on the other hand, you know, we're we want to see Will Smith. We want to see Will Smith fight young Will Smith. So that's right. So you're are we like, seeing that? Yeah, we sort of are. Okay, good. We're yeah. good. All right, keep going. So there might have been a sequence sure. that they cut out of the film because they needed. They wanted to. Let's get to the. Yeah, you need uh, Benedict Wong going. I'm, I'm getting too old for this shit. Let's get to the meat of this. Yeah. So then he manages to get a Gulfstream jet. Yeah, I think that's what they're called, and they uh, fly. To Bulgaria. Yeah, like uh, there was kind of a thing about like I need a Gulfstream jet. Well, you can't get a Gulfstream jet. I need one. All right. <laughs> That's just mind. weird. Yeah, I can't do that. You, you twisted my arm. You twisted my arm by asking me twice. Okay. I can't say no to you, Will Smith. You're so charming. <laughs> yeah, no one can say no to Will. No, Smith. No, no, he's so charming. Yeah. So then they fly to Bulgaria because this is where this is where um, there's some sort of contact that Will Smith found from his friend. Who, by the way, well, we should we don't have to mention this, but the guy in the yacht got killed. Yeah, because he's garbage that can just yeah, get thrown out. <laughs> yeah, he had, he he did all the setup of uh, I'm going to be killed real soon. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much. He had a lady yeah. walking by in a bikini. Yeah, uh, looks like a bit of a scumbag. Yeah. He did everything but like snort a bunch of coke. Did he snort coke? Like he seems like a guy who'd be snorting. He didn't, I don't think he snorted. Any I don't coke. think he snorted coke. But you know, yeah. he will be snorting coke. He pretty had soon. the look of the. We came yeah. we came in in between coke snorts. Sure, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. He's about the same age as Will Smith. But he nowhere looks as no, good a shape no, no, as Will no, Smith because no, no, he is, no. he is, he is the reverse picture of Dorian Gray. Yeah, this is a you know? uh, this is an Alec Baldwin standing next to Tom Cruise, <laughs> That's and right. you're going like, we're not that different in ages, uh, and yet but one of we us is wearing lives, our, one of us is wearing lives, our lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our faces show our lives, and mine was different. So then they get to Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting a little vague. Sorry. They um, they set up a meeting with a russian guy okay 
at like a spa because you know Russians love to walk around in towels yeah. in uh, in spas. Yeah. If we've seen Eastern Promises, there's one thing we know. They like wrestling naked. They like wrestling naked with knives in spas. Yeah. So. It's a different culture and we're not going to judge it. Can I ask you a question about Eastern Promises? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Sure. We're keeping this tight. Were you as scared for Viggo Mortensen's penis as I was during that sequence? Like That seemed like, that is the appendage that you could easily lose in a knife fight. I'll tell you how I felt about it was I, I regretted being in the second row. You were in the second row? Yeah, I was like, I'm a little too close for this scene. You can see the oil glistening. I'm seeing, I'm a little too close for this. <laughs> I really should get back and get some perspective on mm-hmm. this, because this was, mm-hmm. this was not since Cloverfield have I not needed to see that monster <laughs> up that close, and I am getting a little seasick right now. Yeah. That's a great sequence. But I just felt, I just, the whole time I was really nervous that something could end up on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I don't on mean. On the cutting room floor. Yeah, right? the cutting room floor. And I don't mean part sure. of the film. I don't mean part of the film when they edited it. Anyway, so he meets up with this Russian fella who basically does a little bit of an exposition dump for us. Sure. Let's us know what's what. So we learn that. What did we learn there, actually? Not that much, I don't think. Is this uh, testing the DNA samples uh, time? Oh, or is that- no, no, no. This is what we learn. We learn that, that Clive Owen's character. Yeah had hired the scientist to work for Gemini. And then when the scientist wanted to leave, he, they spiked the file and had Will Smith knock him there off. There you go. Which we kind of knew anyway. Yeah, we were But this is like, it. now we're telling you yeah. in actual words rather this than the, how you this felt. This is the problem. This is where we get to this part, point in the movie where things are being revealed that we knew a mm-hmm. half hour ago. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. things are going to be revealed that we knew from the poster. That's the and, thing. And you're not like... And you know, you didn't know who the scientist was, so you're not like, oh, what? That's right. I think <laughs> that Freddy Krueger might be killing people. <laughs> like, oh, no, oh, not, no. not Freddy, not, not our oh, favorite janitor. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you got, yeah, they tested DNA samples. They recovered from Junior. and, uh, and uh, now- Okay, so, yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character, Danny, yeah, has, Danny discovers she that- collects a bandage yeah. from Will Smith. From when he was, she was tending his wounds from his battle with uh, Junior, and she has Junior's hat, which I assume has some hair follicles right. in it. And she pays. How much she pays? She gives this lady a rolled up thing of money, and they say, "Well, take a couple of weeks." And she's like, "No, no, I need it in two hours." And then she gives her another rolled up thing of money. Where'd she get all this rolled up thing of money? Is this part of her ready bag? Is to have rolled up things of money in there? Well, I think I think we've already revealed that you ask things twice, things get done. But no, she pays her twice. She didn't just ask her twice. She gave her two different rolls of yeah. bundles of rolled up money. That's the second thing. And that's is a... the bundle of rolled up money ones? Is it like a thing, a thick thing of ones? It's like a hundred dollars, or is it like five thousand dollars in hundreds? Like, what is the money? Like, why and why are you carrying money around like that? Is it good, like I feel good in your pocket to have like money, like bundles of money, like I coins, think she, I think she knows rolled how coins? This works, and you're going to have to like bribe some people. And she and she was right. Good, good call. But where'd she get the money from? She's government. She's not government. What? What? what she was government she, before. But no. But now she's toast. Yeah, but maybe she got some money uh, to fund what she was doing. Oh, she got, they have rolled up money funds. Like they have like a slush funds. Yeah, they have Why like not? a slush fund, and the slush fund is just rolled up bundles. I don't money. know. The guy got a golf freaking jet. But he's but that guy is he's not even like, part of the government. Oh, but he was. But he's not now. He's no. just a, he's just an independent well, contractor. Now you're corrupt. You still got access to stuff. 
I don't know where he's she's not getting, getting the it money. From, uh, it's a movie. They get money. They have rolled. It seemed weird. It seemed weird. Anyway, she, so she she's very good at what she does. She, she pays has a couple of rolled up uh, things. She pays this lab technician. Yeah, not one, but two bundles by, of money. By the way, if if you're bothered by rolled up bundles of money, maybe yeah. movies aren't for you. I don't see casino. Is that what you're saying? Don't see any movies because <laughs> they pay with rolled up bundles of money. So she pays this woman two two rolled up bundles of money. Right. To get some if DNA. Three, it would have blown your mind. Some D- <laughs> it would have been you like, would have, where like is this money coming from? You would have stormed out of the film. Listen, I, I'm not saying I have a great job. I don't have rolled up bundles of money. Money. You don't get paid in rolled up bundles. I don't of get money. paid in bold, man, even in my bank account. I do not have rolled up bundles of money. money. I'm going to be honest. Actually, uh, I just came from a comic con. Yeah. We came back with some rolled up bundles of money because that's how you carry your money. Sorry. What? Yeah. Where? Like in your socks? No. In your pocket, your back pocket? I'm not going to tell you where I'm carrying it, but I've got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you're not going to tell me where, I don't can believe you. Because it happens. Money happens. Mm -hmm. And we are declaring it. So there. It's fine. Oh, it makes it a write-off. It's what my wife calls, uh, when we come out of these shows, uh, her carny wad. Okay. It's like a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a roll of uh, sure. money you would have at a carnival, and it's not or, always like big bills. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you got you got it. And sure. You, you you peel off a couple of bills and you pay some some stuff. And, yeah, yeah. You know, you bribe like someone a big for shot. DNA. You look like a big shot. Yeah, yeah. I sometimes like doing that. You go to your twenty three and Me, and <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. All right, uh, there's my information. Okay, yeah. we'll get this back to you in a month. And you go like, there's a roll of money. <laughs> like, okay, you're Irish. <laughs> oh, that wasn't worthwhile. <laughs> Everyone's Irish. Everyone's we know. Irish we know the scam. Twenty three and Me. Yeah. We okay. So anyway, so um, she so she gets the lab results back. Yeah. She's very serious. She tells Will Smith, "This young guy you're fighting, he's ninety percent Fresh Prince. He's he's more than ninety. He's ninety nine point nine percent you. He's you. He has exact same DNA as you. Exactly the same. Not the son of you. Not a cousin of you. You. Here's a question: If you clone someone, are they a hundred percent? The same? Mm-hmm. There's no other elements that uh, make no. their way in there? No, because there's no mother to add to for the, the DNA to come from another mm-hmm. source. You are 100% you. Okay. So, yeah, we have revealed now uh, what the poster told us around, you know, <laughs> when you were right. walking into the theater. Uh, yep, uh, Junior is Henry's younger clone. Yes. So, now Will Smith wants to save Henry, or save Junior. Yeah. So, he sets up a meeting with Junior using... Uh, poor Mary Elizabeth Winstead as the bait. So she goes to this meeting with uh, Junior at a at the catacombs. He searches her quite thoroughly, makes her undress, and then does a thorough search of her. Yeah, they don't make that that creepy. That could have been a no, lot no, no. creepier. Yeah, no, no. It's it's very professional. Yeah. It's, not, it's not done in a, and then in a way And the way suggestive. they shoot the scene, it is uh, yeah. kind of a tasteful angle. It's respectful is... of her. Yeah. And it's also respectful of Junior. She doesn't show him from the waist down either. So it's respectful for, of everyone. Everyone's respected. Also, Ang Lee is respected. He's old and respected. So then he uh, takes her into the catacombs, mm-hmm. where then, he, after he calls her ma'am, is very respectful, then he threatens Have to kill her. Have we revealed by, by this point oh, sorry. that, uh, that uh, they've designed a method uh, to produce clones that are devoid of pain? Have we revealed that yet? I don't know. Maybe that's okay. part of it, that, that they're doing it. They're stepping up. I can't remember when, okay. they, when they mentioned this part of it. All right. I guess it is mentioned at some point, though, isn't it? We can mention it now. It right. doesn't matter when it came in the film. But yeah, Clive Owen's character. Don't also we're kind of leaving out the fact that there's some back and forth with Junior and Clive Owen as well. We get to see Clive Owen being what he thinks of as a great dad. Yeah. But he's obviously not a dad. No. Never been a dad. Not suited to be a dad. He's just using Junior. He's just using Junior and using a emotion as a way to make him the best 
killer he possibly can. And you can. can see that Junior is well on his way to being messed up. Maybe this is something that, you know, Will Smith as Henry um, is is saying that he's messed up, but we're not really. And you know, he says things like you know, yeah, yeah. that I implying that he's a virgin and whatnot. Yeah, uh, but we we don't really see him that messed up. Like whenever we see him talking to Danny, he seems like well, this guy can socialize. He's very sharp. He's good. He's very charming. Yeah, he's you know, I don't see what the big deal is. But the way. Will Smith is reacting to his younger self as I've got to save him from becoming me because yeah. becoming me is the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't quite doesn't quite go. The, yeah. the way he's kind of acting isn't isn't, isn't really what he, he, they're implying is happening. Well, if he's 51 and he's never had a relationship, I guess that's screwed up, you know. I don't know just mean, I don't just mean yeah. sex. I just mean yeah, a relationship. Yeah, he's killed people. It's it's messed him up. Uh, I think almost like hitting a, a girl, little girl, that messed him up, finding out he's like killed the wrong person. Yeah, he probably. didn't almost hit the girl, but he could have. That was his worry in yeah. that sequence, yeah. Uh, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a mess. We're supposed to assume he's a mess. Sure. But he's not playing it like he's really He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't. He hides himself well, I guess, is yeah. the idea in the film. Which could be being a sociopath. Yeah. That yeah. could be, but that's not really. It kind of wants to have its cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm, for sure. With that. Like make him emotional. But also, you know, because if you're a sociopath, you're really not going to care very much about any of this stuff. So he's not really a sociopath. But if you're a sociopath, he, you only care about yourself. Now, this is an interesting concept then because sure. there's yourself. Yeah. So the only person he could possibly care about just showed up and it's yeah. him. But he goes to he goes to save Danny. He goes to save Mary Elizabeth Winstead from being killed. True. And he says, he says, that's just what I would, that's just what I do. So... Like she says, why did you do that? And he says, because basically says, because that's what I do. I do good things or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he mm. just implies kind of like, I didn't even think about it. He says, yeah, I just wanted, I just wanted to make sure you're safe. So it kind of undercuts the idea that he might be a sociopath there as well. That's a weird one. Yeah. It's yeah. a weird thing for an assassin to go, well, I save people. Wait, what? Yeah. Do you? Okay. Well, because he's, but he's Will not. Smithy thing to but do. that's the thing, right? Like it's a, it is a hard thing, right? Like he's, a, he's not just an, he's not an assassin for fun. He's not like. He's not like a character like in a movie where they're like this ultra assassin, you know, this sort of perfect mastermind murderer. He's he works for the government. He kills people on the understanding that they that they should be killed because we are saving other people's lives by sure. killing this person, right? Yeah. So there is like that kind of attempt to make it so it's not total cognitive dissonance that you're living in. Yeah. But there's some sort of purpose and some sort of sense of honor to what you do. Yeah. Right? So I'm a soldier. We, yeah. I have honor. I kill people as a soldier, not as a as a murderer. Yeah. You know? So if, within the bounds of, you know, co- military or in conflict or in a fight, I will kill people. But I'm not just going to murder someone in cold blood. Right. Though, if you go with almost any movie where that's the case, except for like a James Bond, mm-hmm. uh, the then there's always going to be a screw up in the military and you're going to maybe hurt the wrong person or something will happen. Yeah, yeah. You join the army with the best of intentions. Well, that's a modern, that's our modern take on, on, on military honor, right? It's, there is yeah, no military honor. Yeah, or it's honor. the old Western take on on this of just like, I'm just going to shoot bad guys. Well, you shot someone, you shot the wrong person. And like, oh, I mean, it's just a common, it's a, it's, I it's think it's a more think. of a modern thing. They would, I think, you think in like a movie from the 40s, you'd see this sort of plot? Someone shoot, someone shooting someone uh, accidentally. I yeah. think that that doesn't seem too out of line. Like through through like, but no, no, through like the government like giving you the wrong information and like leading you astray. I just don't think like at that time people didn't really have like I'd have the seventies conspiracy. I'd have to look, yeah, I'd have to look that up. But yeah, okay, yeah. 
So, um, so yeah, so we have the com- we have the catacombs. So he takes Mary Elizabeth character down into the catacombs, yep. and he she's kind of talking to him, trying to talk him from away from doing this, trying you know, and then what well, it sounds like that anyway. He ties her up. He mm-hmm. and she pretty much is like color giving color commentary in the whole time as as she's as she's going through this. And it turns out the reason why is that Will Smith is listening in. That yeah, ju- that was very clever. Junior missed the the that she had a, a listening device in her mouth. Yeah, he didn't search her mouth or her ears or her nose because noses are gross. And so then she is giving this information to Will Smith character, so he can anticipate what Junior's doing, and he shows up. And which you know, I know that you said that you didn't think that they had it, but this sort of is kind of like a old versus young. So you have the kind of brashness of Junior, where he thinks he's covered all the angles. And but Will Smith, the older guy, has, has kind of a step ahead of him. Where he's not a step ahead of him is when they start fighting each other. Because although he holds his own quite well, and even in some ways has the advantage in much of the fight, he doesn't have the the stamina for the right. fight, and so he starts to lose in terms of of just the brute force of Junior starts to overwhelm Will Smith's character. So he does rescue Mary Elizabeth Winstead because despite the politeness of junior he does threaten to kill her yeah. within a certain number of time if will smith character doesn't show up and that's why he zip ties her sort of king kong style to in between two posts or whatever and then and of course the catacombs are full of all these bones it's one of those sort of catacombs yeah. the, the bone kind of catacombs catabones and then so during the fight it's just a mess there's bones everywhere they even start using bones as weapons it's really yeah. disrespectful to the dead i was really upset during the sequence i thought what uh, is the, going on here the dead don't mind <laughs> they just happen to be in the movie. <laughs> That's right. They got paid ex. They got paid as extras. So um, Will Smith and Junior they fall a height in down into water, that convenient water at the bottom of the thing you fall into. Yeah, very lucky. And once again, this is where I like Mary Elizabeth's character here. Is she has a gun, which she is tempting to use to defend Will Smith, but he is calling her off because he doesn't want Junior to get killed. Because his goal here is not to kill Junior, but to cure Junior. Right. Because he feels like if he can intervene and kind of deprogram Junior from the programming the programming as a killer that Clive Owen's character has put him through, then he can save him from his and his save life. Himself. Yeah. So but Mary Elizabeth ha- ha- drops a flare down into the water and then she's threatening and when it does turn bad and, and Will Smith character is being drowned, she shoots Junior in the shoulder. That's right, yeah. And he flees and she rescues Will Smith character, who, by the way, is afraid of drowning. That's yeah. one of his, his big fears is a fear of drowning, which came from his father, which we learned at the beginning of the film, or through his implanted memory. <laughs> so then, right, his dad was training him. That's right. His dad was te- trying to teach him how to swim, but his dad was one of those tough love kind of people. Beyond that, teaching him how to swim. Yeah, yeah. more like, I'm going to teach you how to drown, I guess. It's, Basically, yeah. And then we also learned that when he started working with Clive Owen as his commander, Clive Owen drowned him and killed him yeah. as a way to test him. And so brought him back, yeah. And brought him back to life with paddles, which by the way, don't that's not how that's not really it's not great. Like it's more likely you'll die of a heart attack than you'll than you'll be. It's also not great when you're wet. Also not great when you're wet. But also it doesn't really work in the kind of movie way. Like don't think that paddles are things that'll save your life. Most people who have a heart attack die of die of a heart attack. Paddles don't save very many lives in reality. So don't let people drown you to death and then revive you, attempt to revive you, because that might not work, is what I'm saying, everyone. Don't trust movies. So then uh, they leave Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. Now they're flying back to the States. They're going to wherever this Gemini is. 
They're going to go to Gemini. So now there's a scene in this movie, though, where they confront they confront the director. They 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 confront, was her name Linda Emmons? Yeah, that's right. Character. Uh, Janet Lasseter. Janet Lasseter. Yeah, that's right, played by Linda Evans. She's in a coffee shop, but I really can't remember why they did this. <laughs> why did they do that? Was he yeah, attempting? Just, was just, he attempting to reinstate Danny in the in the in as a as a that operative? That sounds about. The, oh boy, it's kind of a weird little. Yeah, sequence. I'm not sure. It was just like this is unethical. This is wrong. It's just a. She's. It was an acting scene, you know, between them. Yeah, yeah it's it's fine. Whatever okay. it was. Okay, it was. <laughs> So they're going to confront. By the way, if this scene touched any of you very deeply and you want us to, and didn't think we did it justice, please uh, do discuss it on our <laughs> message boards. Now, I'm going to get very vague here because I there's there's a part here in the movie where I don't remember how Junior ends up teaming up with. Um, well, here was Henry character. calls Laster, who agrees to send Junior uh, to bring uh, Danny safely to the United States. Uh, collecting, I'm just reading off Wikipedia at this point. Uh, no, no, wait. no, that's different. No, that's before. Yeah. yeah, no, I have no idea. Well, maybe, the, maybe that's why Lasseter, that's they had the confrontation scene with Lasseter was to get her to arrange a meetup between, yeah, J- Junior and and Danny, Mary Elizabeth Winters. Right. Winters. And uh, Junior is uh, confronting uh, Clive Owen's uh, character, uh, and Clive Owen's like, You gotta, you gotta defeat, fight through it, defeat yeah. him, you gotta Just fight through this, to, to, yeah. to be better than him, you gotta yeah. fight through your fear, right. Once you get on the other side of your fear, then you will be unstoppable. That's right. So, okay, okay. <laughs> now there's a sequence where they land near this lab. Yeah. They're on like, it looks like a farm. They go tiptoeing across the farm. They get into a barn area. Yeah. Is that when they meet up? Oh, and then Junior's there waiting for them. Because he can... Well, there's, is this before the ambush? This is before the ambush. Because okay. Junior's there waiting for them. All right. And he shoots Will Smith's character with with a with bee venom because he knows that he ah uh, yes okay that's because right. both of them because when when Will Smith has his confrontation with with Z- Junior in the catacombs he's basically describing all these characteristics that they share right and that's when he kind of hints part partly why we know partly why we know that he's pro- probably a virgin is because he categorically denies having a child he doesn't say why he knows but he says I know. It's impossible for me to ever have ever had a child. And when he's talking to Junior, he says, you're 23 and you're still a virgin, right? Yeah. Just like me, he says. And you could kind of take that as just like me at 23 right. or just like me exactly right now, which is how I take it. But he also says you are allergic to bee stings. And that is true. And so that's why Junior shoots him at the bee sting. At first you think, oh, that's how he's killing him. He's just using a the bee right. venom to, to kill him. But no, he then shoots uh, the... Um, epinephrine shot into him to to help him yeah. recover from this once again this is a movie i doubt it's actually this quick to recover from a bee sting if you're seriously almost suffoc you know asphyxiating because your throat's swelling up yeah but i just put that in and now you're fine let's carry on with it's pretty fighting. fast actually is the it allergy, yeah the 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 pen to the leg yeah, yeah. I've seen okay. i've seen that before and that, okay that's pretty pretty fast okay because okay. it's gotta be yeah. so you wouldn't like Need time to recover afterwards, and be you might you might want to recover, but yeah. I mean, this is uh, like, super clones, right? This, yeah, these guys. Well, he's not a one's a super clone, one's not a clone. Okay, one's a human, but both are uh, very very good at uh, named after Henry Aaron, the famous baseball player. <laughs> What's wrong? Is that right? Well, yeah, Hank Aaron. Oh, very good. Yeah. Well played. Okay, uh, so you know, <laughs> what, are you allergic to anything? Let's test this out right now. I am not allergic to anything. Oh, damn it. Okay. How about you? Are you allergic? To nah, I'm not. Shit. It's too bad. 
Hmm. Oh, well. We can't do the allergy test on ourselves. You can't. So let's go back to this. <laughs> anyway, so let's go back. We couldn't, but the problem is if we did that, mm-hmm. because it's so hard to do a podcast, we wouldn't be able to do it. We'd have to take so a break. so hard to do it's a podcast. It really is difficult. Oh, it's so tiring. People don't know. People don't the only know. thing more tiring is having to listen to this nonsense. <laughs> that is also tiring. All right. Are we getting to the end? tire some. So they hop into a van together. Boom. Okay, van. Now Junior's driving it. Yeah. We have uh, Mary Elizabeth. I think she's in the front. Maybe Will's in the front. And Mary Elizabeth in the back. And Benedict Wong is in the back. Baron's there as well, but everyone. Because Baron flew the Gulf Stream. Right. Or, that brought him to this place. So then, what he landed on a runway near a farm. It was kind of odd. It was like a private runway. It was, and he didn't have any lights on his plane as well when he landed. Oh. So it's like a secret landing okay. place. And he didn't know, couldn't see where he was landing. There were no, there were no runway lights. Very good. It seemed like a very difficult way to he's land a plane. very good. I guess he was. He must be really good. Yeah. So then, yes. They find themselves face to face. The ambush. Yeah. There's um, the sort of like SUV thing parked in the road. There's these black ops soldiers, and they have a rocket launcher. Right, and that's the end of Benedict Wong. That's the end of Benedict Wong because he could get out of his seatbelt in time. Ugh, I know. It's just that was so you know, predictable. You know what? He just he didn't stay in shape. You got to stay in shape <laughs> for what? Flying a you, plane? You never know when someone's going to shoot a rocket launcher at you. And he's a soldier. Yeah. He should know. But, you know, he just let himself, he's sort of watching soccer. Living Someone in had a rocket launcher, some son of a bitch will die. That's what <laughs> exactly. Bruce, Bruce Coburn was right. Bruce Coburn, Coburn went to No, that, that, that to me was just like, ugh. You know, we're doing that. We're doing like the best friend. Yeah. You know, uh, you know it was a guy who was set up to die. Mm. You know, just I'm the lovable guy who's got all the, all right, <laughs> Jeff Daniels, bye. So, so long. Off you go. Yeah. And that's too bad because, you know. Uh, maybe we want to see another movie. Maybe we want to see this th- that character They'll again. Bring back, see more. They'll bring him back. They'll bring back. Oh, they could clone him. They'll clone him. Oh, wait. Okay, that's right. <laughs> None of the deaths matter. Fair enough. Okay, my mistake. <laughs> what are you worried about? Yeah, it's all fine. There's, there's, they can find blood traces of him all over that town. So then we have a once again a really well filmed firefight between uh, Will Smith character Junior, who seems to have changed sides. Yeah. And Mary Elizabeth Winstead as well. Because he had his con- confrontation with Clive Owen. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't want to beat uh, H- Henry. Like, yeah. He doesn't want to. Yeah. Uh, he's, he doesn't want to do it. Which which makes. Well, he's you... curious because Henry has sort of like described him to him. Yeah. And he's like, well, what does this mean? And it feels like it's showing that Henry never really wanted to be this. Yeah. And so he, you know, uh, the young the young Will Junior uh, doesn't want to really at his core. Yeah. You know, but but he's on a path, and what's he going to do? And he, now he's yeah. given the option that uh, Henry never had. Yeah. He also learns that he's a clone. Yep. Um, it's always tough to find that out. It is. It's it's tough to find out that your life is a lie, basically. That you know, if we if we learn anything from Dark Phoenix, is tell the truth. <laughs> Right Which away. One? Which one? Don't, don't, I'm talking about the most recent one. Don't hide behind, you know, don't even hide behind well-intentioned lies. Because well-intentioned lies are still lies. You know, you, people need the truth sometimes. And then when I say sometimes, I mean always. The truth is, is better. Because a little lie, I know it feels safer. I know it feels better. You feel like you're saving people's hurt feelings. But, you know. So if I was a clone, you'd tell me? I would tell you. Yeah, I'd like I to, totally would. That's nice to know. All right. So now... So Junior, I tell you if you were a ghost. Oh, thanks, thanks. So you, you look really suspicious now, though. You look as if you're not going to tell me that I'm a ghost. That you just would pretend you were going to tell me if I was a ghost, but you actually decided not to. No, if you were a ghost, okay. I would tell you. Oh, thanks. 
Not if you were like a robot. Not in words. Just your white face and your hair standing on end would be. I'll tell you after Halloween. (laughs) Okay, thanks. So, um, yeah, Junior, I think he's working with Will Smith, but I think he's still a little ambivalent because he still has a connection to Clive Owen, who, you know, for good and. For good and ill is, you know, for bad. he's a manipulator. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, he gave him a purpose. mm -hmm, You mm -hmm. know, it's uh, uh, something something, something to hang uh, his hat on for sure. Yeah, yeah. What he didn't give him was a kill switch, which he should have realized early on. That's probably a good idea. If you're going to build the perfect killing machine, put an off button in your killing machine. But anyway, that's my advice to any That's why I got one of those in my Roomba. Any mad scientists out there. Is that right? Yeah. Is it a killing machine? Well, it can be. Depends. Oh, okay. On your size, I suppose. On your on your size, if you're small enough, a Roomba could kill. Oh, you. I see. Yeah, yeah. Or it could just knock you down the stairs. <laughs> okay. So, so I did like this fight sequence. So I liked okay. I liked the competence of the characters. I liked I liked once again. I just in fact like the fact that Mary Elizabeth Winsett's character isn't just like holding her hands up in the air, dropping guns on the ground, and having the bullet go off and shoot someone. Like she's actually a she has a good shot. Yeah, she's good at good in a good in a pinch. She does get hit. Yeah, but she's still shooting her gun while he's dragging her across the ground. She's taking care of business. And it, in this kind of movie, she could die. Yes, that's because right. we have not made her a romantic character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she is a side character, yeah. which means man, there's a chance she could die. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Now that's now it's kind of interesting. Let's see what happens. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. She's vulnerable now, and they end up kind of trapped in this. Like a garden center looked like to me. Yeah, seems like that. Something like that. Yeah. And and then they they have to fight off all the they're fight they're they're Junior's gone. They're fighting all they're doing all this fighting on their own. Yeah. They're fighting off all these black ops operatives. That's what they call them, black ops operatives. They're fighting off all these guys on their own who are trying to kill them. And they're kind of behind the eight ball because they've run out of bullets. Because they didn't I don't know why. They went to confront this guy who runs a black ops business. And didn't bring any guns. Like I don't want to criticize anybody, but it seems to me that if you're going to confront someone who has like soldiers surrounding him, maybe weapons. Yeah, you brought a nothing to a gunfight. Exactly. Exactly. Brought nothing. So, but then just as you know, things are that things are looking really bad. Junior comes in and finishes off these last yeah. couple of remaining black op guys. Now they're together. Clive Owen, when he realizes this, sends in a totally different. Soldier. Now we don't know who this is because this character yeah, is wearing good, just a, a helmet. Yeah, but they're fast. Yeah, unstoppable. Right. Well, uh, Danny shoots. She shoots him like twenty times in the head. It seems, and none of, I guess yeah. the the, hel- the helmet. Because really he's good. wearing a helmet, you're like, oh, who could it possibly be? Mm-hmm. Hmm? I wonder who. Yeah, I wonder who. This is real gonna be right again. Twist. We're like way ahead of you, right? Yeah. That's the problem. Is like, yeah. okay, you know, that you're never the movie never kind of races ahead of you and makes you catch up. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you're the movie's always just catching up to where you are, and you're just waiting for it. And it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, it's a character in a helmet who's going to be taking sure. this helmet off soon. Sure. Where, uh, folks, when I was watching this, I was like, oh man, this guy's really good at fighting. Oh, this is a fun fight scene. Oh man, they keep, she keeps shooting him in the head and it's not killing him. This is great. Oh, how are they going to stop this guy? Oh, oh, now he's getting lit on fire. Oh, this is great. Oh, he keeps getting lit on fire. He's being lit on fire many times. Now he's laying on the ground burning. Oh, this is good. That was fun. And then the helmet comes off, and, and it's Lil. Uh, Will it's even Smith. it's an even smaller Will Smith. Yeah, which is a little bit played by is, a ten year old child, which is a touching no, no. thing when you see that. Yeah, yeah and you're like, yeah. oh no, yeah, oh. it is. Yeah, it's 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 sad. And but it's, this. But this child, it turns out, is like a remorseless killing machine. Right. 
it has no it, they've even taken out the ability to feel pain right so, so it's, that it's not its fault that uh, no no it's not it's, and i'm saying it because it's not a human it's not a human it's a it's a it's a modified human so it's no longer but still seeing a uh, young will smith dying is yeah. a tough thing to see sad. and his uncle wasn't even there to yell at him <laughs> I never saw that show. I just no, honestly, it would be too young for that. Yes, I only know the stereotype of that show. So we have the final. Wait, oh yes. Yeah. So then Clive Owen's character comes in, right? We have yeah. to have the final showdown of the bad guy, and he comes in like completely confident. Yeah, it's like he didn't watch the rest of the movie. He's like, you know what? What I'm doing here, I'm saving people's lives. Yes, I'm creating clones, but I'm creating clones to fight. On humans' behalf. Right. And, okay, we get it, but that's something from the Bible of the movie, or that's just something from your outline. Yeah. You know, and it's this is the problem. It's like the characters in this movie too often, with the exception of, you know, the scenes between Danny and, and Henry, yeah. are... Let me tell you the problem. Like, <laughs> I'm stating, well, I'm stating the thing, yeah. not showing you the thing. Yeah, you know, it's just like just saying it. I'm ethically right, and here are my reasons. Well, that's not what people do or say. Yeah, you know, you got to put it into a conversation. You got to slip it into something. You got to yeah. work it a little bit. Yeah, no, you can't do that. No, because if he come in, if he'd come in there, his plea to Will Smith's character should be their relationship with each other. The fact that they serve together, yeah. and that they that they fought together, that they have this, that, you know, they are comrades in arms, yeah. brothers in arms, fighting together. That is their connection. And also, you've seen other soldiers die. Mm-hmm. You've seen people like you know you're a success at what you do. Yeah. But you've seen others die, and I don't. And I've seen more of them die, and I yeah. don't want to see them die. Yeah. So I'm going to do this. That's right. You know, and there, and there you go, and not just the way it's stated is just to yeah. Meh. This you is, think I'm? You think I was toughing you as 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 your as your commander? I was toughing you because I wanted you to live. You know? You think I'm being tough now? I'm tough. I'm being tough on this because I want people to live. I want to create something yeah. where people don't have to die. What is our toast to each other? Here's to war. Here's to the next war. No war. They say that several yeah. times. That's that's the thing. He should say that too. You know? Yeah. So that there's a connection between them, and that you establish this this emotional bond between them. And that, to me, makes when he gets killed, which is inevitable. He's the villain of the movie. Right. We already saw him go boahaha and rub his hands together. He will... But when he dies, then there, then there is an emotional element to his character. That there is a connection between him and Will Smith. And it's hard for Will Smith to see this happen. Yeah. You know, because he doesn't just want to save Junior. He wants to save Clive Owen's character, too. He wants, you know, he wants him to be a good person, not a bad person, you know. But Clive, uh, Clive is kind of a one-note dude. He's a one-note dude. Instead, he just kind of basically, you know... Does the uh, does the the exposition dump? Yeah, says I'm right, you're wrong. Nya 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 nya, and then Junior kills him. The end of the movie, to a degree. We got it three months later, I believe it is. Wait, didn't no Henry Henry kills Clay? Oh, because Junior can't. No, not because Junior can't, because he doesn't want to put that on Junior. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so that's right. He takes the gun away from him because Junior takes, was going to kill him. That's yeah, right. He takes, he takes it Thanks away. Thanks for reminding so he me. Takes him off that path. That's right. And he's kind of holding the gun almost like he's. Just kind of cradling it as if he's not going to do anything with it. He's just holding it. I'll hold this. Da, da, da. Oh, I just shot this guy and killed him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whoops. So. We cut to three months later. We sure do. This is. So up to this point, I, I have to say, watching this movie in 120 FPS, up to this point, I wasn't. I mean, it didn't look super. It didn't look. It didn't look super real. I think there's still an element of 
of Uncanny Valley to to Junior. Let's just say the face doesn't work. But like Junior's face does not work. Like I, I you saw it in the version you saw. Yeah, when I saw it. It just was like it's not quite good enough. And but it was okay in the dark. Like it was okay, and when it was what, fast, what, what isn't in the dark? But you know what I mean. Like it was the most of the film, you see yeah. him in like obscured kind of ways, right? Like it, it, the whole sequence, the whole ambush sequences at night. Yeah. The entire the uh, catacomb sequence is in the is sure. at night. The only time we see him in the daytime is in Cartagena, yeah. in Colombia. But it's so it goes so quickly that you don't really see him too clearly, and there's no close ups or anything of his face too much. The worst part of the movie is now. The three months later part. Well, the the daytime part. Yeah, the jarring the jarring thing is we know Will Smith's young face so well. Yeah, you know, and again, it's on TV every day, and the Fresh Prince, or you've seen never, the never, I've never seen that show, but yeah, I can okay. see it in or old, so. yeah, I mean, people have saw it in music videos. Parents just don't understand or whatever. You know, music videos like he did. I don't doubt you. I just, I don't. I'm not super familiar with how he looks from that time period. But uh, North America is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like when they think Will Smith, you probably think either they probably either think Independence Day, yeah, or they think Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Those are the two, and both of them are younger Will Smiths. So it's like, yeah, I, I you know it so so well that nope, that's not right. That's just not right. And you could probably pull it off with a different actor um, that you didn't know that well from that mm. time period. No, I just but think that's the, the daytime. But that's the plus to yeah. this is. We know that that era so well. I'm saying that as most of North America, uh, that that's the thrill is seeing young Will Smith again. That's what a kick we get to see that. That's fantastic. Yeah. <sighs> but we don't. It's 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 kind of what they again do in the Marvel movies where yeah. you're like see Michael Douglas and like hey that's young Michael Douglas. Well, that's a bit of a thrill. Uh, but you see him for short periods of time. Yeah. And it's not the hook that the whole movie is kind of based on. And in this yeah. case, they they can't seem to pull it off and. That's a shame. But yes, now we're seeing him at university. Um, yes, he's enrolled in university and... Uh, changed his name to Jackson Brogan. Once again, there you go. That's the name. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Did Danny, Danny and uh, Henry come to visit him at, at his college? And now Will Smith, older Will Smith, yeah, Henry, is full Will Smith. Yes. He's just joking. Full on goofball. He's goofballing. Yeah. He's everything but breaking out yeah. into some, you know, parents just don't understand. Like he's just <laughs> so close to like Your go-to. His, his characters in like, yeah. you know, like in Bad Boys. True. Like he's, he's, just, he's just goofing. And yeah. it's like, I guess you could take it that the big burden that he has had uh, on his shoulders from the beginning of the movie, which really wasn't played well... Is taken off by he set uh, the younger version of himself on this sure. right path. So sure. now he's okay. He, his burden is relieved. He can have fun. He's relaxing. He's, mm. he's okay. And now to a can, degree. You can goof around. But apparently now he's up, uptight dad. Yeah. Because he's trying to he's trying to get get Junior to make decisions that he would like wish oh, that he made. Oh my gosh! I mean, that is interesting too. Like yeah. this is where it does almost become. The sitcom is like, yeah. I want my clone to have what I never had <laughs> yeah. and do the things I never yeah. did. And it's like, oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't mind the sequence. I mean, just, but his, but the face of Junior, just in the daylight, just having yeah. to like be like in full on, you're looking right at it. Nothing obscures it. It was just not good. It just wasn't good at all. Yeah. It's not there yet. Deep fake isn't there yet. Yeah. And then. Rodney Dangerfield comes out and goes, we're all going to get laid. And they all start dancing. <laughs> that's a nice, I know, that's back to not, school. That, yeah, he didn't do that in Back to School. He did that in Caddyshack. I know, but I don't know what songs Rodney Dangerfield did in Back to School. 
I don't know. I don't think he did any songs in that. Really? That would be surprising. I, I, like almost every one of his movies, he did some of that. Here's two things I remember about Back to School. Rodney Dangerfield's in it. Yeah. Sam Kinison's in it. That's, those are the things you need to know. Also, yeah. he goes back to school. Also, he makes a big sandwich. I don't with remember With all that. the appetizers, and he puts all the appetizers I on I don't remember this. that at he all. He hollows out a French loaf of bread. Okay. Puts a bunch of appetizers in it. Sounds and great. And says, like, he makes a big sandwich, and he walks off with that. That sounds great. Yeah. Also, I believe he doesn't get any respect. <laughs> no, he does. Because he's wealthy, right? His respect thing's over. He doesn't say that in uh, Kadeshak either. He's basically playing the same character, a wealthy, a Welshy jerk. That's right. It's the slobs versus the snobs. Yeah. Yeah. We we should go back to this movie so we can get anyway. out of it. Anyway. Uh, this, yeah, this movie, I think the uh, the benefits are there's a couple of okay yeah. uh, action scenes. Sure. Uh, the negatives are they don't have the technology quite ready for the face stuff yet. And we're always ahead of the movie. Yeah. Um, and they, they never quite catch up to us. It's such an interesting concept that they don't really deliver on. And... Listen, America loves Will Smith. And let me just tell you how much they love Will Smith. Uh, he was just in Aladdin. Yeah. And that made a billion dollars. Like, And he carries that film. There's okay. nothing else worthwhile in that movie at all except yeah. Will Smith. People love a charming Will Smith. They yeah. love Will Smith. Yeah. So they wanted to love Will Smith in this. And we, they didn't give him the Will Smith that they asked for. And so America went, nope. And the film did not do well, unfortunately. But well, once again, when you've made a billion-dollar movie uh, that same year, you're fine. He's okay. He's Everything's okay. all right. And this movie will do well internationally. And Bad Boys, whatever. This movie will not finale lose. Finale will do fine. This movie will not lose any money because it will it will make it will make it back in international sales because this movie has nothing at all offensive in it to any country in the world, and I mean China. So it will play unless you know unless they decide not to to let it play for whatever reason, just out of sheer sheer spite. It will, you know, it will be there. You know, there's nothing, nothing bad it said about the country. So they'll get all the money they want. So this and movie will be fine. This movie will be fine. Yeah, not that it matters. I think the reason that this because movie... Because it'll be fine. Like, everyone's going to be fine anyway. Ang Lee is going to be fine. I... Ang Lee is going to be fine. Will Smith's well, going to be fine. Everyone's th- going to be fine. I think this is the second film he's done in a, with a high FPS rate. Uh, that um, Billy Lynn's The Long the long, the long Halftime Walk of... of Billy Lynn or whatever it's Billy called. Billy Lynn's uh, long halftime walk. Yeah, right. that movie was also done in 120 FPS, and I have not seen that film. But I think he needs to get off this this thing. All right, let's tell him that. I think so. Ang Lee, hi. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's uh, me. Fansplainers calling. Fansplainers. Uh, knock it off. Knock that off. I don't think you're you're not connecting to him. Now let me talk to him. Okay. Ang Lee, you and me were buds. We served together. We were in Kuwait. We were in Jordan. We were in Somalia. You know, we fought in uh, in. Um, Ecuador, backdoor, all kinds of places. Right, we're all over the all kinds of doors. We're we're brothers, man. Yeah. And I just want to say one thing to you: your movies look ugly with one twenty FPS. Stop don't it! Don't make us get a younger cloned version of yourself. I feel like I'm watching Tony and, uh, and have that person convince yeah. you uh, otherwise. So knock knock that off. Stop yeah. it. And just in general, we don't we don't. I'm just going to speak for myself here. Yeah. We don't need more three D movies. We're good. <laughs> We're good. Well, no, you know, we're fine. We saw Dread no. in 3D, and it looked really good in 3D. Oh no, it did. You're, no, we don't, don't say need that. This. It did. It we did don't look need good this. We don't need this. Done right, it's it's great. Oh, done right. But how often is it done? Not right? very. Not very. Well. Not, not very, very often. often. How often? And how much more expensive is it? Uh, is it that much more expensive? The to, 3D to uh, to go to a 3D movie than a oh yeah yeah that's right I had to pay a lot of money for yeah this and movie. it's dark it's so dark Dave it's so dark so um. 
But the reason I think this movie hasn't done that well in North America is because only 14 theaters in the entire in the entire United States are equipped to show this movie properly. But even even that, I don't know if the gimmick of it's you know the the ratio and the way like the thing that's going to get people in this move to to this movie is I want to see young Will Smith yeah. fight old Will Smith. Yeah, and it doesn't really give and you, you want what them to you be want. and you want them to be Will Smith and you want it to be fun. Yeah, and instead it's like a couple of sad sacks <laughs> going around doing stuff, and it's like mm, uh, yeah, it's, you're right, you're right. That's definitely a problem for yeah. But hooray for uh, the actor playing Danny. I want to see more of her. She's great. Uh, so, well, you like her in Scott Pilgrim. What is she in Scott Pilgrim? Ramona Flowers. Is she? Yeah. Well, once again, uh, I am surprised. <laughs> really? Oh, I didn't know that was the same actor. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's really good in 10 Cloverfield Lane as well. That's my favorite film she's in. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, you know. That... I shouldn't say that. I like Scott Pilgrim better. But I think she does, I think she's better in 10 Cloverfield Lane. This is in terms of acting. Okay. She does a fantastic job in that. Well, good, good for her. And uh, ben, Benedict Wong, I, I hope you can make I'll it. I'll forgive her for the thing, too. I, uh, very good. I, uh, Benedict Wong, I hope you can make it through a movie sometime. Well, he didn't make it through Doctor Strange? Um, did he make it through Doctor Strange? Well, yeah, he's Endgame, he just uh, vanishes. Uh, not Endgame, uh, Infinity War. He, he just goes through a hole. And then oh, well, that's right. Him. We don't see him again. We don't see him I mean, again. He'll be in the next Doctor Strange movie, though, and that hole will be explained to us. Right. And does Benedict Wong vanish in Doctor Strange and not come back? I yeah. think he kind of he's not really needed. He's not needed. No, he doesn't. He does go away, and we don't see. No, no, so, he's there at the final final competition very, in this in the city. Very final, yeah. But yeah, then yeah. gets like killed fast, and no, no, he doesn't get killed. Yes, he does, and then he gets brought back. Oh, he's, everyone gets killed. I see. Yeah, everyone gets killed. Yeah, yeah. So uh, again, hope you make it through a whole movie sometime. Well, he does make it through the whole movie. All right, fair. He's there at the ending. All right. Uh, if you but dis- he's not the main character. Like I didn't go to see this movie to see Benedict Wong doing stuff. Well, that's what. Like, we're did you want like an hour long sequence of Benedict Wong just hanging around, walking around Colombia, do doing some to, shopping? Do I get to see a young Benedict Wong as well? No, you don't get to see. You just see him, just, buddy. No, no, you just see get to him. This is like a, a sidebar to the movie where he's just like doing some shopping in Colombia. We get to meet his girlfriend. Her name's Sandy. You know. They start singing "Summer Lovin." She's really in. She's still. She's still stuck in the past. She's still dressing that whole, you know, cocaine couture that was so popular in Colombia. Okay. The fancy jeans and all that. You're stuff, not you know? uh, not selling me on this, right? Now. <laughs> You're really liking this movie. I'm liking. Okay. You know, they're well, always fighting, but they're like an affectionate fighting. They're always like they're, they. Can so you never... got a will they won't they kind of situation. Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of like is she gonna or did they don't they? Not didn't they did they don't they? We know that they did. Okay. We know that they did, but will can they, they? Can they? Con- can they? Can they? Can they? Can they? Yeah. Can they? Can they or can't they? Okay. Here's make how. This the, a working here's thing. how. By the way, this movie should have uh, yeah. ended. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> here's how this movie should have ended. Yeah. So it's Will Smith, and they're uh, and they're they're all they're all at college. Yeah. And uh, and so they're saying, you know, you should take these classes, and like, I'm not going to take these classes, yeah, yeah. old man. Yeah. And your like, old man advice. Your old man. And then uh, and then he turns to them and goes like, and by the way, guys. I lost my virginity. <laughs> Fifty-one, <laughs> and that's when uh, it, it's all right. Starts okay. playing by Kenny Loggins. It's all right. Nobody Don't worry nobody about me. me. And that's where you freeze frame. It. Okay, so that's different than my my one, which is where they go to a restaurant together. Okay, like they they walk out of the university, go to a restaurant, and they go, "What are you serving tonight?" And he says, "Baron of beef." And Will Smith just has a single tear roll down his cheek. And then we have a Benedict Wong's picture appears, and it just. Says in memory of Baron of Beef, <laughs> nineteen something to nineteen or two thousand nineteen. Yeah, I I agree. With End you. of movie. I get. I agree. We should wrap up this episode. Now. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for sitting through this nonsense. As always, we love to bring you uh, these films in such depth that even you can't stand it. Even we can't stand it. In We're a ratio like, that's just too fast for you to yeah, process. Yeah, in a, in a frame rate that you cannot, you cannot understand. Also, a whole bunch of this. Uh, what happens next? <laughs> I know, and you had it open on the on yeah. the description, didn't you? And you were no help. Uh, I know I wasn't because no help at all. No, Wikipedia really is not that helpful. So I was pretty good though because I saw this movie on Sunday, like two days ago. So I it was saw still pretty it three fresh. weeks ago. Yeah, it was pr- still pretty. And fresh then I mind. just came back from France this morning, and I haven't slept <laughs> in I don't know thirty six hours or something. So I'm very very jet lagged. So I apologize. Uh, you to, haven't slept in thirty six hours? Maybe something like uh-huh. that. Maybe it's crazy. I don't know. The substantial, at least more what, than a day. Wait, you decided I'm not going to sleep before I go on the plane, or that, like how, or that you were up all day and then you caught a night night flight? No, we caught it. We caught it. Well, we don't need to get into my flight schedule and wrap up the show. <laughs> if you'd like <laughs> to contact matter. us, <laughs> if you'd like to contact us, please go to uh, our uh, web website, which is called Sneaky Dragon. You'll find a. Uh, You'll find the show posted there. Sorry, I'm a little. I'm Ian's throwing me off with his. this he's up there for really 36 talking hours. About I'm like the whole thing sometime like, in 36 can't, hours. Can't realize what our don't know what our uh, website. Sometime is. in 36 hours. SneakyDragon.com is our website. SneakyDragon.com is our website. That's where our message boards are. Post you can something find it there. there. Yes, uh, you can find us on email at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Yeah, you can find us on email. We are on Facebook at Sneaky Dragon. We are also on Twitter at sneak underscore dragon. If you love the show a lot and like would like to support us via your wallet, we are also on Patreon at Sneaky Dragon, and we appreciate anyone's support. Just go use the app. I've just started using the app, and the Patreon gosh, app. It is oh, kind of nice. convenient. Yeah. We yes. should uh, we should actually do some some stuff on Patreon to make it worth people's while. But anyway. One of these centuries, folks. So, thank you, everyone. Please tune in in a, in a couple of weeks when we'll be talking about a new movie. What movie is that? We don't even know yet. Never happened to you before. Your own government trying to kill you. Nah, that's new.